There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious V. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Welcome to the Tuesday KBJ Show. Hello, everybody. Hello. All right, here we go. Another day towards it. Count down the uh, days for the uh, end of school here. I know. It's the final week. My kids are so happy. All this week, Rocco has like fun days. Yeah. So, like yesterday was bring your favorite wild stuffed animal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then today's camping day. They're making tents. In the whole classroom, and they're all going to do their reading and their little work under their little tent. By the way, both of those activities are great for adults as well. <laughs> uh-huh. Making tents. Yeah. Like a, like a little, Just your speed, huh? Adult slumber party. It's yeah. fun. Well, I have these like little tarps, and so I sent him to school with like all these different tarps. He could tent the whole classroom with if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's exciting. Yeah, it it's is. It's a fun it's, little week. It is a fun week. So it's uh, kind of one of those just... Imagine if you just had a whole week where you got to dial it in. Well, oh they, my gosh! Well, they do that stuffed animal thing, for example, craziest stuffed animal. Does the, just the school itself sit down and go, "All right, what are we going to do for this crazy week?" Do the teachers come up with that crazy stuffed animal week? I think his teacher came up with that, and I think they do. They do their stuff just for their class. I love that. Yeah. Now, if it's a school spirit week, then yeah, it's the whole school. Like last week, they wore green for Mental Health Awareness Day. Okay. And the school sent out something saying, "Okay, everybody wear green for Mental Health Awareness Day." And okay, seven year olds, let's really explain what mental health awareness is. Ex- Anxiety is this depression. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. My mom, my mom taught me about anxiety and depression at an early age, and I don't know if that was the right move. I know about thirty percent of you are going through childhood trauma right now. Okay, uh, whoever knows what OCD stands for, you get a Snickers bar. Oh, we can't right. can't serve Snickers. And here's your prescription for Ritalin. Go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. Well, uh, we got a fun week here with KBJ as well. Thanks for uh, being with us. And with school ending, we got uh, Camp KBJ right around the corner. I've been taking a little sneak peek of all the tickets we're giving away. Of course, Rapids Water Park's going to be a part of it, Lion Country Safari. So if you're Ooh. already kind of stressed about what you're going to do with your kid for the summer break, don't worry. Camp KBJ is a free way to give them lots of cool and a lot of times educational activities to do. Yeah, Magnolia's on her break already. And she uh, hit me up. She's like, Mom, I want to go to Lion Country Safari. It's so fun. Oh, yeah. It really is perfect. And here's a little tip. If it's raining outside, it's even better. The animals love it. Oh, they do. Because it gets cooler for them. Ah. They can frolic and play. Frolic. So don't, like, say, oh, we can't go to Lion Country. It's raining. That's the best time to go to Lion Country Safari. If it's raining today and tomorrow, like they said it might be. 
go. I did not know that yeah. was a thing. The animals love it because they cool down. It's so blazing hot. And you can tell just because of the way the animals frolic. They frolic. They play. That they love it? They okay. love it. So the, the, the lions love it? Do, do the giraffes love it? I think they all love it, bruh. They all, you think they all? All right, I'm going to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go out and ask them, but I think they all love it. If I was in charge of Lion Country Safari, the lions would be a little nervous because I'd go, guys, I'm thinking about changing it to giraffe right. They'd love country. to see you. <laughs> You're very pro giraffe. I am. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't let you feed the lions by hand. Because so. you know why. <laughs> why? They're going to eat your hand. <laughs> they actually have a list of the animals that like to see you when you come and visit them. I don't know how they've come up with this list. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Again, like Virginia is saying, uh, animals love it when it rains. I don't know. How do we, I guess, how do we know exactly? I learned that. I, I learned that on the tour one time. Our uh, little tour guide was telling us. Okay. All, all the animals love it. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going with the Virginia fact. <laughs> <laughs> they say that the animal that seems to like seeing humans the most is elephants. Huh. They're more active and they seem less bored when there are big groups of people around. They're super smart too, man. Okay. So apparently they like our company. So do penguins, cheetahs, prairie dogs, cockatoos, grizzly bears, and polar bears. Okay. Polar bears? Polar bears, they are, they would eat Virginia in the blink of an eye. Even if you befriended it, them polar bears, they don't play. All right. That I do know. I know. If we bring a polar bear to South Florida, they're going to be pissed. Polar bears look adorable, but they can, they're an aggressive animal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've uh, never pet one. How do you know? Have you pet one? No, I just, I've, I've done research on polar bears. Oh, okay. okay. They say the uh, animal that hates to see us the most at a zoo, ostrich. Oh, yeah. He's angry. And yeah. raise your hand. Not big fans of humans. If you've been bit by an ostrich in your life. <laughs> I'm well, raising my hand. You, yeah. you went to go feed it, and you fed it a stick, yeah. and you tricked it, and it was like, all right, I'm going to get the last laugh. I was a little, and in my defense, my dad should have stopped me. I think he was trying to teach me a life lesson. All right, go ahead, feed that ostrich. Because <laughs> he was kind of laughing after. You haven't fed an ostrich a stick since. Nope. They say that uh, certain reptiles don't really care to see us. Hedgehogs, marsupials, like kangaroos, also are on the list of people who are like, oh, man, the humans again? <laughs> So there you go. I, I had no idea there was such a list. <laughs> I would really like to know how they came up with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. How do they? I don't know. I guess it's by their behaviors and how they react. I they mean, can tell. just like when you walk in a party, you can tell if people the want energy. you there. Yes, the yeah. energy. The energy. I can walk in a room and know right away if they yeah. hate me. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Uh, zoo tickets. Uh, we got all that. If you want to take the kids out to see animals this summer, we're going to get to it. Coming up in like a week, Camp KVJ, just after 7 a.m. every single weekday morning, free tickets for you from the KBJ show. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about today, Jay Bird? Building a fort. Now, the fort is not for me, although, I don't know, once I get involved with this project, I may want to build myself a fort. I got a buddy who's got a little kid who they want to build a fort in the backyard. And they want my advice and expertise on what to do with the fort because, A, they think I can get in the mind, you know, of that kind of goofy world. Plus, that dinosaur garden helped my credibility with all huh. things goofy built. The coolest fort 
is a tree fort. That's why I'm talking about this. Do they have a tree that we can make a tree fort in? They don't have that kind of tree. They've Damn got it. they've got like the typical South Florida trees where if you try to put a birdhouse in there, it'd probably collapse. <laughs> okay. Like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah, uh. but you do. I'm glad you're bringing that up because I think we have to take out the tree part of the fort and let's start building. I want some ideas here. My dad built me a fort back when I was a little kid and it was such the coolest thing. The excitement about having a fort in the backyard <laughs> oh, yeah. was so great. I, I really couldn't believe it. And it wasn't that big of a fort, but you know, back then, didn't doesn't have to matter. Be, didn't have to be big. I mean, all it, it all it needs to be is just like a, a little bit bigger than a doghouse, and the kids are gonna love it. And it was crazy because my dad built the fort, and within a week, we had this odd-looking rat kind of animal milling around. You built a rat house. My mom yeah. got scared and called the cops. And On then, the rat? Yes. And then the cops <laughs> asked my mom, well, what do you want me to do? Arrest it? And uh, my mom got annoyed uh, with the cop. <laughs> I'm kind of on the cop side. What is your mom doing? Dog. We don't call the cops on a rat. On we a call rat. an exterminator. Man, yeah, I called Trapper John. Look, we had some issues growing up. <laughs> she called the cops for a rat That's pretty problem. amazing. Well, you know why? Because she didn't understand what kind of animal it was. It, it wasn't a rat. It was some kind of a weird, bizarre animal, and we couldn't get it to shoo or scram. And, dog, it was 1983. You called the cops on everything. Yeah. Back then. <laughs> I don't know if Were they a lot did. more free time? <laughs> there was still crime back then. I know. They I definitely it. did not have time to go chase down your rogue rat. <laughs> Look, you know what? Argue with my mom. She's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to argue with people no. in heaven. Don't argue with it the dead. It doesn't feel right. No. You wouldn't think they'd argue back. <laughs> but uh, Forts is all I got in my head, Kevin. I'm pretty excited. Okay. Uh, it's a fun project. All right. What's on your mind today, Virginia? So uh, Rocco came home with all the stuff for the last week of school, and we have our little list of everything we're doing. So this Friday is their class party. And they want to trick it out. And so each kid is bringing something special, food, drink, treat that they want for all their all their classmates to enjoy together. And so Rocco told his teacher that I would bring crumble cookies. Yo, oh, dang. wow. That ain't cheap. Oh, he put you on the hook. <laughs> That's kid caviar. It is kid caviar. Yeah. I mean, in case you don't know, four cookies is like thirteen dollars. That's are crazy. <laughs> so I'm gonna be going. I'll be doing a GoFundMe for uh, crumble cookies. Wow. No, it'll be fun. I'll tell you what else is kind of an expensive habit: the bunt cakes. Nothing the, bunt cakes, dude. They are so yeah. addicting, but they aren't cheap, and they will give you a weight issue very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Are you speaking from experience? Yes. They hang up. <laughs> they show up quickly on the scale. Nothing bunt fupa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> dude, I, I hadn't even gone that hard with them and I've gained like seven pounds on bunt cake. Dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like that, The huh? problem is, it's too close to your house. It's so close to where you live. I see it because Magnolia always wants me to go there. I hadn't gone because I knew it'd be a problem. And I, Jen's brother came in town and kept going there, and he got me addicted again. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. All, hell in a handbasket. <laughs> it looked like uh, you'd gotten on the Mountain Dew train again last week as well. 
Yeah, a little bit. It happens. Okay. It's pretty hard. It's, okay. Anytime there's a little stress going on, I get back to the hard stuff. I'm, I'm trying to wean off this week. Okay. The baby was coming into town. You know, it, yeah. there's a lot going on. I hear you. Babies love Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, this baby did. <laughs> <laughs> baby Jaber was all into oh, it. Raised on soda. Uh-huh. I got to give a shout out to the Florida Panthers. They are one game closer to the Stanley Cup Finals, like a place they haven't been since 1996. Beat the Carolina Hurricanes one to zip last night. They got a three zip lead in the Eastern Conference Finals now. And uh, it was uh, so nice. Carolina Hurricanes were upset. They were smashing their sticks as they were uh, coming off the ice last night. They're very frustrated with uh, how it's going. So it's a lot of fun between, you know, the. Uh, heat and the Panthers, it's unreal. The Heat can actually close out the Celtics tonight in Miami. Wow. So that could be it. Mm-hmm. You know you're really getting in their head when you're making the other team break their sticks. Yeah, that was just <laughs> it. You could see they were just coming unglued. Wow. So it, it's a beautiful thing to see. So I'm really hoping this thing can continue on because this is just a magical season uh, between the Heat and the Panthers and what they're doing. And the dream of having the Heat play LeBron in the NBA Finals is over. LeBron got knocked out last night. They got swept by the uh, Denver Nuggets. And uh, LeBron kind of looked like a defeated man. He put the team on his back, had over 40 points last night, had the ball in his hand twice at the end of the game and couldn't get it done. And uh, afterwards, he sounded like a man that might be retiring. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought he was going to wait and see if his son could play on the same team as him. Kind of like musicians when when they say, I'm never doing an album again. Athletes get emotional in the moment. It's, It's tough. And, you know. But, you know, his, his buddy Dwayne Wade has uh, already retired. And so, you know, he's chilling. So uh, he's in a different place. And then Carmelo Anthony that came into the league with LeBron also just announced his retirement. So everybody that was LeBron's friends that uh, he came in at the same time with are now out of the league. So LeBron and Dwayne Wade, they're definitely legit friends. They, they oh, yeah. are they're close yeah. off the court, too. Yeah, yeah. they uh, both live in Los Angeles now, and they seem to chum around a good bit. So, yeah, so we'll see what uh, winds up happening with that. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, going to be running down the list of how many Jaybird owns. He's got some uh, interesting things, including bread slippers. Dog, <laughs> they are popping. Bread slippers. Are they r- made of real bread? No, no, no. They, they look like they're made of bread. Okay. And there's different kinds you can get. So yeah. it's, it's, it's quite fascinating. Wow. Okay. How many pairs of bread slippers do you think Jaybird owns? That is an answer you're going to get next. My KVJ show. Okay, how well do you know the bird? The odd things that he loves to purchase. If I said a uh, pair of bread slippers, how many pairs of bread slippers would you say that Jaybird owns? Now, these are cloth slippers that are made to look like a piece of bread (laughs) oh wow oh wow is right and that's just one style of bread slippers you can get i'm showing off just one that looks like a french bread do they have a croissant i didn't see croissant but that's a great idea but i did see a croissant belt that was (laughs) popping (laughs) do they have a bagel shoe that's a great you're asking me a lot of hard-hitting questions and i will get you answers you look like you know this kind of stuff (laughs) i'm with you i'm just kind of new to the bread shoe game wow okay so how many does he have if he's new i'm gonna put the number at five virginia do you think the actual number is over or under that 
I mean, five is so excessive. That's a man of excess. I am a man of I am I, excess is my middle name, other than pizza, and Lee. <laughs> but I like I like variety. Just keep that in mind. I know you do. I know you like a lot of variety. But five, I mean, now it's just lunacy. <laughs> well, just wait. We're just getting going. It's got to be under. Got to be under. What do you think, Denny's? I agree. It has to be under. Unless there's a croissant one in there. Unless it's all different types is of there bread. there a bialy? There is different types of bread. <laughs> okay. I say less, then. It's got to okay. be less, right? You're both correct. All right, I was going to say. <laughs> Only has three pair. Okay. That's yeah. more reasonable. It feels right. <laughs> That's more reasonable. <laughs> it's not yet reasonable, but it's more reasonable. It's more reasonable. Are get, they all French bread? They're all, I got all different kinds. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Okay. How about this? How many rolls of unicorn toilet paper does Jaybird have? I'll put the number at 21. Denny's, do you think the actual number is over or under 21? 21 rolls? Yeah. 21 rolls of unicorn, unicorn toilet paper. Unicorn print toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not for your uh, bum. I do not. I don't recommend you using it. Well, what do you use it for, then? Uh, display for a unicorn section. Huh. Okay. <laughs> What's the number, Kev? 21. 21. You definitely don't wipe with it. Do because not. something tells me the dye in there is toxic, <laughs> and you'll have rainbow taint. It'll this stain you. Not good for your being. Look at the rainbow on this thing, Kevin. It's kind of ridiculous it's, how bright it is. It's a Whoa, lot of print. How about that, huh? That color is going to get on your skin. You don't want that on your innards. <laughs> I'm just thinking Charmin, 369. They sell nine packs. Nine, 18. You'd have to buy three of these to get above that number. Are they double roll? Is it two ply? <laughs> it's not two ply. Again, this is not for. I don't think this is for use. Okay. I think it's for other people that want to do a unicorn display. I, I hate to stall the game. I'm just. I'm, I'm shocked at this. You're taking it serious, and that's what the game respects. <sighs> I'm gonna say more. I, I just. I feel like he bought a ton of it. Cause it was okay. cheap. Yeah, it's not that expensive. What do you think, Virginia? Over under on this twenty one. 21. Yeah, I do feel like he bought 24 rolls. Okay. All right. It is under. Mm. Under. He only has six. I'm embarrassed. Six. Wow. No, I wouldn't be embarrassed. That's a that's, that's a, a shortage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pandemic. The pandemic's back. We know. need more. <laughs> Man, COVID hit the unicorn yeah. toilet paper industry hard. <laughs> Couldn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, how about this? Uh, bags of shredded money. How many does Jaybird have? I'll put the number at four. What do you think? Is the actual number over or under that, Virginia? Remember that was all popular back when we were kids? Yeah, yes. I do remember it, it. There was always the rumor, it's illegal, man. They're not allowed to be selling that. Yeah. That whole place is going to go down. They had pens. You would get a pen that had the shredded money in it. For whatever reason. Let's glue it back together. Yeah. yeah was, oh. What a dumb, <laughs> stupid thing. I'm kind of mad I have A lot of kids had it because kids were the only ones dumb enough to fall for it. Yes. <laughs> well, kids and one guy. Well, some people buy things because it reminds them of nostalgia, so step off. <laughs> so what do you think, Virginia? Uh, does he have more or less than four bags of shredded money in his house? He's got more. You're going to say uh, more. Okay. More than no shredded lettuce, <laughs> lots of shredded money. Yeah, <laughs> more than four bags of. Sh- oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the opposite of Virginia. I'm gonna say the opposite. Okay, one of you is obviously correct. The right answer was over. 
He's got seven. Yes. Dude, I got that. Seven. I got that at one of those flea markets. Some guy was selling a sack of it for I, like eight dollars. I imagine it had to be cheap. It was so cheap. I, yeah. I know what Denny's is doing too. He's taking a dive so we can have diversity in our score. You knew it was more. I don't know if he did. He's been he's a dad. We're both we're both dads now. All right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Meg the egg. <laughs> he's popping. Still going strong. She's alive. She's alive and thriving in this world. Wow. Hmm. Okay. What about this uh, wooden tennis rackets from the 1970s? All right. How many of those does Jaybird have? I'll put the number at six. I'm gonna say is more than. I'm gonna say more than that. What do you think, Virginia? More than six tennis rackets from the 1970s. Those wooden ones. We're talking about the old school. Yeah, I think there's more. Okay. I do, because his dad used to play with those, and much like the shredded money, it reminds him of his childhood. He's got nine. Wow. Yes. Yes. Right answer is over. What Very a collector. Good. Very good. What a collector. Y'all can have those. They're kind of getting in the way of some things. I, I can know. imagine, yeah. I just, in fact, I, as I read these lists every week, I'm like, how does he have any room in his house? I, uh, so the cool thing is, I'm a trader as well, Kev. Barterer, <laughs> if you shall. And I like to take some of these items and then trade with other people that have items. It's a whole world that you would hate. You are morphing into old man at the flea market. <laughs> I know, and it feels great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels right. <laughs> okay, how about this? Uh, naked postcards of people playing tennis. I'll put the number at 19. <laughs> they exist. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you learned something naked new. Naked people playing tennis. I did not have that on KVJ TV because I wasn't sure if that was going to throw us off or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so postcards of naked people playing tennis, 19. It may help you to know that this is a vintage type of item. Okay. okay. It's not like 2022 and people are playing tennis. I don't naked. think they're still making those, right? <laughs> no. So we, we don't have well-groomed privates. No, we do not. <laughs> it's not a flattering sport to play naked either, right? I wouldn't think so, no. no. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Virginia? Put the number at 19. Is the actual number over or under that amount? I think he likes his 70s dong in bulk. I'm going over. <laughs> Whoa. First of all, it's not dong. <laughs> okay. It's all men. It, no, it's, it's not. All. There's not a booby in sight. No, it's a, and by the way, Kevin, these are not displayed. These are in a box. They are. Good. I'm going through some boxes. I'm trying to keep this game alive. <laughs> <laughs> You're searching through. I'm searching through weird items. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you uh, think, Danny's? 19 is a number. So Postcards of naked people playing tennis. So many. It's so many, but I know these thrifty guys, they just they put a big pile of stuff and they go, $5, take it. That's yeah. why the 70, are- 70s guy at the thrift market loves nudity, too. <laughs> they, oh, oh they definitely do. You are so right about he that. He loves a vintage nudie mag. There, you are right. There's a type of vendor that really does have a sleaze of nakedness. Uh, so many items. Dude, you are him. I buy everything in bulk. I buy <laughs> everything. Bulk. Everything. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be opposite. I think he's got less. I think just by two. He's just got a little less. Trying to throw okay. us off of that number. Okay, gonna go less. The actual number is 15. It is under. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. 
Look at you. You get it, and we got a tie with you wow. and Virginia. Both got three out of five. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, Try to get that friendship around. level back. By the way, y'all welcome to come over anytime you want. I get some new setups, so I'd, I'd like to... Can you display all the 70s dong for me? I'm not doing... Uh, <laughs> try not to display nudity there, because there are kids <laughs> that do come in and out. Maybe Lachlan might come over. We keep all that in a box. I'll cover his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Getting rid of cable and then just going wisely with these subscription services. And then we start realizing, oh, wait a minute. We're actually paying more money now on subscription services than we ever did on cable. Well, that's kind of where we are right now. In fact, there's a lot of people that are getting these subscription services, and here's the deal. You're not using it at all. I know a lot of people felt like, wow, there's so many cable channels I never watch, but now you got subscription services that you never watch. If you had to take a guess, which would you say is the most unused subscription service that is out there? What do you think, Virginia? Um, Let's go Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, okay. What do you think, uh, Jaybird? Hulu. Hulu, the most unused paid for subscription service in America is Disney Plus. Oh wow, man! I, I've been trying to use it because I'm really am thinking about can't like getting rid of it completely. I got rid of it. I got it back because I wanted to watch the new Star Wars stuff, and now the the Sinikis are on it. And I didn't want to take it away from them, <laughs> but I find myself really always punching out of that. I ain't got kids either, though, so. Yeah, true. Um, you know, I, I don't know why uh, that is the case of why it's failing. Maybe it's because a lot of people are realizing after you watch one of the old classics once, you aren't going back, and maybe there's just not enough new programming. I can tell you this much. Pollyanna does not hold up. I tried watching not. that, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, man. Well, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, they say Disney Plus, most unused video streaming subscription. 29% of people who paid for it claim they hadn't used it in the last 30 days. And I've heard that's maybe one of the big reasons why Disney is struggling. I think there's a lot of reasons why uh, Disney's struggling right now. But if you did not know, they're trying to cut expenditures by $5.5 billion, and they just announced they're going to be cutting an additional 2,500 jobs. And that's after they cut 4,000 already. Wow. A lot of people complain about Disney, too. Mm-hmm. As far, and I'm not even talking about the political stuff. I'm saying just about some of their content. It, yeah. It's caused fighting within the mm-hmm. some universes, Virginia. Well, uh, if you're one of those people who says, yeah, when's the last time I watched Disney Plus? You're not alone. So that is the most unused, 29% of all the ones. It was followed up by Amazon Prime Video and then Netflix. Tell the family that we're about to unplug (laughs) Disney Plus, Virginia. It's fine. Do it. You'd be cool with that, huh? Yeah. 
They say the top five least used subscriptions overall, Amazon Prime, Walmart Plus, Dollar Shave Club, Chewy, and Instacart Express. That's not just the streaming. That's just people who have subscriptions where you can get and have values and all that. So Instacart Express sounds like that's another level of Instacart, a premium. I've used it. So if you're at home and you're making something and you realize, oh, crap, I don't have this or this ingredient that I need, you can get that Instacart. It can be there in like 20, 30 minutes. The only thing I don't like about them sometimes is... Sometimes they'll ask you, hey, you want a replacement item? Sometimes they won't ask you, and they'll just get a different item. Where like, I wanted waffles one time. And I got salmon. They, they got me <laughs> sausage links. I'm like, dude, it's not even close to waffles and sausage <laughs> links. Yeah. Yeah, you probably don't realize just how much money you are wasting on all these subscriptions. They say in all, 30% of subscriptions are going unused every single month. If this is you, you could save yourself about $53 every single month. They say the average U.S. home has 4.4 paid-for subscriptions that uh, they're doing. And if you're not using those, then you could save yourself a good chunk of change. And at the end of the year, it does add up. It does. Yeah, I I think it's probably good just to sit down with the family once a month and say, hey, is anybody using this and justify it? And if nobody really is, then go in every single month. It should be something you do. When you see it's the end of the month or the first of the month, probably actually the end of the month, so you don't pay for it for another month and then cancel it. But go in there like the 29th, 30th of every month and make sure that uh, you get rid of anything you're not using and you can save yourself a bunch of money. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, going to have you dig down deep and pick an all-time favorite. What would you say, for instance, is your all-time favorite sitcom? Ooh, okay. What would that be? Okay, i got a couple other things I'm going to throw at you as well coming up next. It's KDJ. Okay, tell me the exact number one on your list when it comes to picking the all-time favorite sitcom you've ever seen. And real quick, just for people like myself, when yep. you say sitcom, you're, you're saying one of those 30-minute shows where there's canned laughter and actors. It's like a, a regular TV show. Yeah, that's typically it. It's a show that's intended to make you laugh. It'd be your Cheers, your Modern Family, The Office, Seinfeld, Friends. Okay, so you would go with The Office then. That would count. I, yeah, that okay. definitely is in the sitcom category Yeah, of what you had. It's a tough one for me, and I don't know. Like, if I had to go back and rewatch, because I really don't rewatch old sitcoms. I did love Seinfeld. I enjoyed Curb Your Enthusiasm. Honestly, for me, the one that I might say uh, might either be Veep or Arrested Development. It might be one of those two. They're amazing shows. I want to watch Veep, but they don't got it on Netflix. They do not. I'll give you my HBO. I'll give you my HBO information. Yeah, since you're taking us off of Disney, you do owe me another thievery yes. subscription service. I'll put you on HBO Go. <laughs> if I had to sit down and re, in fact, it'd be an interesting challenge if I ever just uh, have a lot of uh, time on my hands again. I might just sit down and do that and rewatch sitcoms to say, okay, after time and I go back to see them again, where would they rank? Some of the old ones, when we grew up as kids, because I, I still will go back and watch some of them, they can be rough to go back on. Yes. I can imagine, yeah. Even when they weren't doing those special PSA, very special moments, they, there was always a... 
a theme of, of learning, and sometimes you could tell they were kind of forcing the theme in the yeah. sitcom to make it kind of. It was kind of weird. On and some, sometimes it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. It feels awkward. Yes. I grew up on the Cosby Show, and about ten years after it signed off, I saw another episode, and I was like, "How did I ever like this? Uh, I, I did not enjoy that show at all." People loved it. And they did. We loved it. Loved yeah. it. But if you try to go back and watch the Cosby Show, it does not hold up. No, it did not. I think you're bringing in some baggage too. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I think his name is Bill, and yes. he is a pervert. I can't help. This, but I saw before his scandal, so oh. I didn't have that baggage. It just, to me, wasn't good. So that that is one I wouldn't like. Now, would I like Cheers again? I thought I remember that being hysterical. I thought I used to love Seinfeld. I haven't seen that in forever. Denny's and Jen were going back and watching Cheers, and I tried to get into it, and I struggled. And I, you know mm. me, I love old-timey things. Yeah. Okay. It, it might be one of those things with the old stuff. You may have to be a little bit more patient to get into it. Maybe. And we don't live in a patient time, Virginia. I know. Yeah, that's why I think the show I would like the most if I went back to watch it would probably be Veep. So I'm going to go with that. What's your official, Virginia? I'm going to go Seinfeld just because it's the thing I've seen the most of. And mm. I love it. And even when it comes on, it's, it's on now. I, I see Panda watching reruns of it. I'll sit and watch it with him. Okay. What do you go for, Bird? I got The Office in there, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Boy Meets World, I love. But mm-hmm. if I had to pick one, it's probably got to be The Office, man. You okay. do love The I Office the love, most. I love it. Okay. Rocco loves The Office. It's very, it's just, I don't know, there's something about The Office that it's goofy, it's got heart, and it's peaceful. Okay. So if you had to pick an all-time favorite solo artist, who do you go with? Billy Joel. <laughs> okay. That's on lock. Bird's got that easy. Yeah, it's locked in there. What do you think for a solo artist, Virginia? Do you have one that jumps out? All-time favorite solo artist. You just get one. Golly, it's so hard. Ugh. I think it has to be Mariah Carey. When's the last time you bumped Mariah Carey on a deep level? I mean, I, I, I just don't have time for deep, but... You ain't no fan. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, like sit and like track? No, just sixteen. Even when I'm busy, I got Billy in the background. Like, I, I'm, uh. there's always something going on with Billy Joel. Within this week, I know I'm gonna have moments with my favorite artist. Will you? You soak in Billy like I soak in podcasts. If I've got some time, I listen to spoken word. I'm sorry, <laughs> I've disappointed you again. I just yeah. She's bringing the weak stuff again, isn't she? Well, I mean, some could say you're bringing the weak stuff. I'm out here learning and absorbing new information from podcasts that I haven't listened to. You're listening to the same Billy Joel tracks you listened to in 1979. See, that would that would be a good zing if I didn't also listen to podcasts, but I do, so you just got reverse birded. Boom. Oh, man. <laughs> Look out. Exactly. It's a battle back and forth here. <laughs> battle back and forth. Uh, for me, solo artists, most of the music that I've uh, liked, I realized this just now, it's oddly enough, bands. So to find a solo artist, it's a little bit trickier, but I would say it's uh, between Ozzy Osbourne or Jake Owen. I think that's where I stand right now. Wow. Ozzy for the old school nostalgia and Jake Owen for the current. So it's either hardcore Kev or country Kev. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I go for solo artist. What about Saturday Night Live member? All-time favorite. For me, it's Phil Hartman. Oh, good argument. Yeah, very solid. What do you think, Virginia? Oh, this one's hard, too. I think just for what he's done, it's Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. 
Eddie Murphy might be up there for me as well. He wasn't on there too long because he exploded and became yeah. a mega star, but his run on there was great. Some of his runs, absolutely classic. There's been some legends. Gosh, there has been so many great people, but it, for what they did on Saturday Night Live. Could you name one person on Saturday Night Live right now currently? Keenan. Okay. Yeah. Other, other than Keenan. No. <laughs> Colin Jost. Okay. okay. All right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think I got tail. Yeah, I think I might go with you, uh, Eddie Murphy. I think just all time, the, uh, the skits that I like the most, probably Eddie Murphy's. All-time favorite theme park. What? Oh, man, I love Soren. <laughs> I love that old lady ride. It's Epcot for me, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to get political. I oh, love me some Soren. Epcot's so slow. I love Epcot. At least tell me you love it for drinking around the world. I love it because you can learn. There's fun stuff to yeah. learn, and there are rides there. I got vertigo. I need my, my rides need to be kind of old people rides. <laughs> yeah. I can't be going on Potter. That's why I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's got to be Epcot for me. It's just walking around drinking, and you feel like you've walked a whole different country, and you've only gone 100 yards. I kind of like that concept. You put me on Potter now, I don't know if I make it off there alive. He, he died of vertigo. Yeah. Okay, so the two lame guys go for uh, Epcot. What are you going for, Virginia? Uh, you two wussies. Um, I loved the Universal Studios out in California. I loved it because they really took you on a backlot tour and you got to really see like famous places where they had filmed stuff and that was really cool. And that's where I ran into Kevin Federline. So I, see I knew the story was yeah. already annoying because she was kind of name dropping. We you got you can hear it ramping the, up. The, the, the tour and all that. Yeah, and then Kevin Federline. <laughs> well, I was out in California where all the stars hang out. How are all of your answers annoying? No big deal. Just hobnobbing with the rich and famous. Well, you two are soaring. Soaring listening to my Billy Joel. <laughs> Grandmas. <laughs> At least I got a drink in my hand. Exactly. Oh, she got a couple drinks oh, in her hand, too. Baby. You know I got a drink in my hand. Okay, and if you had to pick your all-time favorite restaurant, what is that going to be? Oh, All-time favorite restaurant. Wow. What are we talking about here? That, out of everything you asked, that is the hardest one. So I one. saved it for last. It's a challenge. Question. Oh, good gosh, Virginia. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you know my friend Snots? <laughs> oh, I knew you tried to mute your microphone. I did mute it. It, 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 it did not work. work. <laughs> I need to mute all of it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I'm on this new allergy medicine. I'm waiting for it to kick in. Well, oh. it definitely hasn't. Cool. Let's talk about our favorite eating yeah, establishment. I know. We mentioned restaurants. You just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, I'm not hungry anymore. kind of killed a bit. <laughs> so not hungry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. What would you say would be your overall all-time favorite restaurant? Does it have to be alive still? No. Okay. It could be dead. Okay. So where'd you go? Dino's Pizza. It was a buffet pizza style <laughs> here. <laughs> Dino's Pizza. Okay. Funny enough, back in, back when I was really discovering Billy Joel for the first time. <laughs> It was great, though. They had the best French dressing, and you would take the French dressing and pour it on your pizza. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Okay. What do you think, Virginia? Oh you had to say, all-time favorite restaurant. This is hard. It is. 
It's she's, really hard. She's going to pick some place. Oh, Cam, it's a place out in California. <laughs> and star. Guess who I saw there? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh... Maybe uh, right now it's probably Aqua Grill. Okay. Aquatic. Yeah. yeah, lots of seafood. Yeah, to figure it would be. What's mm-hmm. yours? It's tough, though. <sighs> I have like a top 10, Kevin. This is hard. Yeah, I don't know. Because I would say for me, it's it's always fluctuated. It does. I've gone through pockets where if you would ask me when I first got here, it would have been TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah, oddly too. enough, you know? That's where I was. That's where my headspace was. And it was Chili's. You and know? it should. It should evolve with you as yeah. you evolve. Yeah. Um, Flanagan's is right up there now. One of my favorites to go to. Uh, after that last round of barbecue we had in studio, PA barbecue, or not PA barbecue, uh, Pig Beach barbecue. Don't want to start a barbecue war. Uh, there's a lot of places, yeah. No, they're, they're, it's not even competition. I've gotten a lot of Pig people, Beach. they heard our podcast, and yeah. they went to that restaurant, and they loved it. That might be my number one right now. Yeah. Yeah, Pig Beach was fun. They were delicious. They were nice, too. Yeah. Sports, great craft beer, uh, amazing barbecue. So, yeah, oh. probably number one currently. But I love Evo and Tequesta, but it's a fancier place. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hard to pick. Go figure, Virginia. It, and all my answers are restaurants that aren't even in existence. I'm like, yeah. Wags. I love <laughs> Wags, Kevin. What the hell's Wags? It was a great, that place went off back in the I 80s. I don't think you had an answer that's younger than 35 years old. <laughs> But when you first met me, I never had an answer. That was no. You're right. I've always They're been the same answers. Way. Yeah, you've always been old. Always They're the same. All right, you want to get uh, <laughs> your thoughts through? You always can. You can uh, hit us up either eight seven seven nine seven nine WRMF and text it in, or you can jump into the KBJ TV chat on YouTube. Go and look for the KBJ Show. Go to kbjshow.tv. KBJ. It's the KBJ Dirt of the day. It's the KBJ Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away, cause you know we need that Dirt of the day. Well, I know y'all were worried about Tom Brady because, I mean, what was he going to do? He was just unemployed for a minute there. But it looks like Tom Brady has reportedly struck a deal. He is going to be a partial owner in the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, he just has to wait for approval from the league's other owners. But what NFL owner is going to say they don't want Tom Brady to be uh, owner amongst them? Mm-hmm. They're going to love it. Yeah, he's already uh, part owner in another Vegas sports franchise with the same guy. So Okay. But I, I hear his stake is minimal. It's like 0.5% of the overall value of the team. I mean, if you're a single guy, though, one of the best towns to make it happen in is Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Vegas, baby. Mm, he's got Vegas hair. Come here to Florida, hang out with your kids, and then go to Vegas for work. You're like, I gotta go to Vegas for work, y'all. I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah. It's a genius plan. We see you, Tom Brady. Uh, Ed Sheeran was right here in Florida over the weekend, gave a whole entire high school band class tickets to his sold out show and showed up at their band class to perform a concert for them. How cool would that have been? Mm, Yeah, pretty neat. I mean, here he comes right into the class and has his guitar and plays a couple songs for him. So I'm in Tampa, I'm at Middleton High School and uh, they've been learning my song Eyes Closed with the band. And I'm gonna go and surprise them and give them some Sheeran by Loudon guitars and some tickets. (laughs) 
That's amazing, guys. How you doing? Thanks for doing that. I thought I'd come and play some songs for you. I've also brought some guitars to give to you guys for the music department. And, uh, and also, I'm playing a sold-out stadium tomorrow, but I've, uh, I've got tickets for all of you guys to come. So... Wow. That's kind of cool, huh? That's so cool. And then there's a little clip of them doing that, like, kind of like a tiny desk kind of a thing together. Mm, he yeah. played with them. Yeah. I'm going to play a tiny concert now, if that's, if that's okay. Thank you for learning that song. Still dancing with my How cool is that, huh? And wow. you know, yesterday we were talking about the show that uh, he had done in Tampa and how the stage is set up where he's in the middle and everybody is all around and then he just comes out of the stage. And you're like, well, how does he get there? He comes out the middle like a donut. Yeah, I guess. He comes out like the middle of a donut. I he's know, the donut hole. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to Sorry, send, I, I'm hungry. I wanted to send you so bad. And I know, you love donuts. And I know what you meant. <laughs> so here's the thing. There's kind of a walkway that does go out to the stage. And during the show in Tampa, everybody was waiting for him to come down the walkway. And there's no Ed Sheeran. And like, so people are like trying to figure out how does he do this magic trick? Well, somebody kind of figured it out because have you ever seen the cases that they have the band equipment in, those black boxes? Yes. And they're on wheels? Yes. They believe they put Ed Sheeran in one of those black boxes, and when they whisk him by, nobody pays attention to it. Because they're just moving equipment. It's two roadies. And so if you're watching KBJ TV on YouTube, I'll show you the TikTok video that somebody made, and here it goes by right before the show. And you can see, boom, here goes a black case. Right by everybody, and nobody pays any attention to it or watches. And that's Ed Sheeran inside the box as they roll him right up into the stage. He pops under the stage, and then boom, pops right out. I just hope, ah. the, I hope the roadies don't smoke any weed and forget to take Ed out of the box. Hey guys, not. yeah, <laughs> I'm in the box, Ryan. I'm in the box. They even have it like vented a little bit so air can get in. Yeah. Uh, I see you, roadies. Uh -huh. so I that's see you. It. That's it. Wheel him right out there. Genius. That's, that's pretty smart. Fun. I like it. That's yeah. Now. So Secrets cool. out though, so everybody's gonna be, you know, trying to jump on the box. Get the box! Yeah. <laughs> and the box. <laughs> and finally, here your Jamie Foxx update. Here's the most recent information that we have. Now, you know, he had his medical episode in Atlanta, but apparently he's no longer in Atlanta. I guess he's at a facility in Chicago with his family and friends there with him. It's like a rehab facility where people go to recover from injury or cancer treatment or stroke, which is what most people are saying that Jamie Foxx had a stroke and he's there recovering. Hmm. And you can see why they don't want a lot of information out because he's the cash cow. So if you have a stroke, you can you can get it you can get stuff back. You can work to the point where you get it just depends on what kind of stroke you have. Exactly. How long did your brain go without oxygen? How strong did you stroke out? Like there's so many different different variables and you can recover and mm -hmm. I think everybody's pulling for him so you hope that he does completely recover and that's what's going on in your dirt 
few celebrities having a birthday today include Jewel. She is turning 49 years old today. Ken Jennings, Jeopardy champ, is 49. I don't know, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to feel Jeopardy again, and I just. Ever since Alex left, it's not the same, obviously. We don't love Ken. I'm sorry. And I don't know if I like two hosts for Jeopardy. You got, you got. You'd have one and kind of own it. Yeah. They're both, if you put them both together. You're talking about Maya Bialik? I think she quit. She did? I think she did. That's how plugged. For the writer's strike, she's popped off. I think so. I think I read that she had walked away from it. Because I have not read that. But uh, mm. I'm not calling you out, Virginia. <laughs> I'm not trying to put a dollar in the Virginia's wrong jar. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Drew Carey is 65, and uh, he's still hosting successfully The Price is Right. Joan Collins is 90 years old today. So happy birthday to her. Also, happy birthday to Ivani Sage from Mom, Dad, Ileana Jr., Kano, and the Cats. Also, we got a birthday to Preston from Mommy and Mama. So very proud to be your moms and watch you grow into a little man. Christina sent that in. There's an adorable photo on KBJ TV. That's a great baby photo right there. Mm -hmm. And also happy birthday to the Big Cheese. We love you the most from Little Cheese and Baby Cheese. So got a birthday. Want to get a shout out in to the KBJ Show? You can let us know. Mail at KBJShow.com. M-A-I-L at KBJShow.com. Also, I guess a happy birthday to baby Lachlan. What, two days old now? Something like yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. You do. You celebrate every little thing. Yeah, you do. Young. Yeah, it is a uh, big deal. So if uh, you missed the announcement yesterday, producer Denny's and his wife, Jen, they had their baby on Saturday night, Baby Lachlan. And yesterday we had a debut of a song just for Baby Lachlan. Welcome to Earth. It's 2023. Welcome to the galaxy. And you already mean so much to me You're my godson that makes you family And I love your mom and dad They're my friends but they're so much more than that Ah, thanks man Just know little me, oh I'll always have your back You are the future of the stack pack Can't wait to feed ya cakes and pizza and teach you all about aliens. I will walk you to school, take you swimming in my pool. Baby Lachlan will always be friends. Sweet baby Lachlan. I'll give you all the toys I own and the last bite of my calzone. Just know little me who will have great fun. I will love you like I would love myself. Sweet baby Lachlan. Welcome to Earth. I'll always feed you dessert. So how is uh, baby Lachlan doing here a couple days in, Denny's? You uh, finished work yesterday and ran back over to the hospital? He's at the hospital. Spent the night there last night. That place is cold. <laughs> and they give you the thinnest, you know, blankets. You know? <laughs> they got, did they swaddle you and baby Lachlan? Yeah, I was swaddled too. I had to self-swaddle. But, uh, it, they have the coolest couch there. I, I want to get this thing. So it, it lays down. It's just uh, it's yeah. two chairs. It's got the wooden I uh, remember that. I table. slept on that one time. Yeah. 
lift up the middle and then face each other and eat kind of like a breakfast table. And then the back of the couch lifts up and turns into a bed. It's got wow. three things in it. It's amazing. Yeah, that is kind of uh, pretty cool. It was, it was pretty comfortable. Yeah, it was very sturdy. Okay. But, so, yeah, she's there. Uh, she uh, It's possible they're going to do a check here at uh, 9 o'clock to see if she could be discharged today. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So. That's big. That's good. How's big. she feeling? She's feeling good. Uh, I mean, she's recovering from surgery, so anything yeah, that involves- C-section. Yeah, if she yeah. drops something, it's toast. <laughs> Somebody else has got to get it for her. There's no way she could bend down and get that. Speaking of toast, how's her appetite? <laughs> her appetite is good. The problem is, I think, post-surgery- Especially after anesthesia or any of that stuff, it shuts down some of your organ function until it recovers. Oh boy! So one of those I think that gets affected is your stomach and your intestinal line. So okay, you have to wait till that rewakes up and then can re get its function well, they're, back. They're jacking everything up inside. I remember after the, the kidney operation, it was it took me a minute to want to eat because everything is just your stomach's you feeling odd. And they gave her some kind of a like an epidural or some kind of a thing mm-hmm. to make her feel better during yeah. the pregnancy yeah during that and uh i think yeah uh, yeah they were they, they did some stuff for pain management but i think as your organs wake back up the problem is before you go into surgery you don't eat anything so she went i mean we're talking like 20 hours without yeah. eating yeah. especially when you're in labor for all a long they time. let you eat during labor is ice chips ice chips yep lots of ice oh, chips. so kevin's diet yeah yeah <laughs> basically you you like i'm gonna eat like a pregnant woman for <laughs> Ever. Like a pregnant recovering. Woman. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't cool. No, it's not cool, cool at all. It ain't right? <laughs> it's not cool and it's not right. So the bummer is she's hungry, but I don't think her. I mean, I think today it's starting back up, and last night it started back up. But for a long time there, I don't think anything was was moving through. I think it was just going in. And her body wasn't necessarily burning it. So okay. she'd eat and then get full, but then she'd still be hungry, but she couldn't eat anymore. It was a weird sensation oh. she was having, and I think that's finally going away. The baby's been latching, been feeding pretty continually. I think he's switching over from when you first have a baby, they kind of they don't necessarily poop normal. It's more of what was the fluids inside. Okay. And it takes a, maybe a day or two for all that to start passing. Mm-hmm. And then he went through a big bout where he wouldn't uh, poop or anything. He was just peeing. Isn't that crazy? Oh, okay. You're born and you don't pr- poop normal when you first get to Earth. And when you start to leave Earth, you kind of really don't poop normal yeah. either. Yeah, you start in diapers and you end that way. So I think his organs were developing and now he had his first real... Man poop. Like the real poop, okay. yeah. Okay. I feel so relieved. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can hold that in for a minute. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think it just collects and then it was kind of just mooching off some of the energy of the food. And then mm. finally when his body created... It, it it passed through, which was gigantic. The first one yeah. was gigantic. So now, okay, he's a big dumper. The difference is the original poops don't smell. They're pretty easy to clean. The new oh. poops are awful. Oh. <laughs> there is the exact opposite. Because at first I go, well, this is, if you hit it quick, that's well, not bad at all. Yeah, you see them, they make a crazy face and they fidget. Yeah, and then you check and you go, all right, he pooped. He was working it out. Yeah. If you can hit it quick, oh, you can that clean baby it up. Poo face. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that first poop as a baby's got to be so. You probably don't know what the heck is going on. Like, what, is know, this? what is this? Yeah. If only you could remember yours. I kind of wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now he's he's 
uh, productive. They did the final test, I think, uh, last night about... I, it was late. It must have been uh, 2 a.m.-ish. Oh, my okay. gosh. The, wow. They came in with one of those carts. They're always in, yeah. Yeah, they just they do yeah. it while you try to sleep and stuff. They can't uh, let the guy sleep. I know, right? <laughs> he just took the biggest poop of his life. Well, They, they brought him out, did all the recent testing, and everything as of right now is very positive. Jen also is very positive. She's back Great. to... I think her intestines are back working now. Okay. Nice. So, so everything thumbs up, all good. So yeah, they have a doctor that comes in uh, at nine to do an inspection on everything, and then they have a pediatrician that comes in at nine to okay. clear. I think comes in at ten to clear the baby. Gotcha. Wow. And if both of those clear, then I think the nurses come in do a final inspection, and then I think they're just. They, they start helping you get ready to go. They send you out into the wild wow. with this thing. Which is the craziest. It's so crazy. You're like, where's the coach? There's no coach. Well, I was telling Jen, take advantage of the fact that you're here now, because if anything goes wrong, you yeah, got 19 true. machines connected to everything. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah, it takes a little bit of the stress out, because anytime we had any question or something, you have somebody nearby, a resource. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like you said. It's you, baby. You, you go out That's there it. and you just... You're in charge of this entity Safety net now. is gone, yeah. Yeah. You're in charge thing. forever. Don't blow it. Yes. <laughs> I imagine she's going to require a little bit of assistance through the next week or two. Definitely. Because, uh, I, okay. yeah, I mean, help showering, help going to the bathroom, all that stuff's going to probably be necessary. Are you just holding baby Lachlan nonstop when you're there, or do you let him sleep? You let him sleep. Uh... It's kind of weird because there's not much I can really do. Anytime he fidgets, I do the the checks. I try to burp him. If he doesn't burp, I check his diaper. If it's clean, then it's most likely he wants milk, which I don't think he's quite at milk yet. I think Mm -hmm. Jen's switching over currently to milk. And you are a man of many hats, but you can't lactate. I can't lactate. uh, Yeah, right now she's got that, uh, I, I hate, I don't know what the word is. I keep hearing all the nurses say it's like, Chafing? No, no. It's the stuff colostrum. Colostrum. Colostrum, yes. Yeah. So right now she hasn't even produced milk yet, but I can tell it's happening because I think her breast size has quadrupled in the last oh, 24 hey now, hours. Okay. Yeah. Bow, yeah. Chicka, bow, wow. yeah, those wow. things are going off yeah. right now. Out of nowhere, they just overnight exploded. Dang. <laughs> keep, it in, keep it in your pants, though, Daddy. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Daddy <laughs> likes. You're going to be back there in 10 months, if not. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, see if they retain. Easy there. Easy there. <laughs> yeah, she's just switched over to that, so I think she's just start lactating here. Well, nice. if you want to see all the photos and the videos that we got so far of Denny's baby Lachlan is up on our KBJ show social sites, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all that good stuff. He's a good looking baby. Now, sometimes babies come out and they look like they've been a little stepped on, (laughs) a little crunchy on one side. Every Pennington kid. (laughs) (laughs) Lachlan just came out like a baby model. Yeah, he's uh, it, his appearance is just getting much better. When he first came out, he, you know, he's a little pink and red. And I mean, now he has completely normal complexion. At first, too, you look at their little fingernails, too. Uh, you can't cut them, so Jen's got to like nibble on them. Aww. But uh, he's he's big into throwing gang signs in front of his face, <laughs> so he constantly okay. you got to watch because he'll scratch his own face with oh, them, not realizing yeah. he's got fingernails. So we yeah. have little mittens for him right now, so he's uh-huh. just completely helpless, just yeah. swinging his arms around. But <laughs> his face has cleared up a lot. Uh, they tested for everything. He didn't have jaundice or any of that stuff. Sometimes they have to take him. Yeah. I think it's a common thing for babies. They take him to the tanning bed. Well, that was, that was the one thing that Denny's kept on saying. He's like, man. 
there's more tests. Okay, another series of tests. There's so many tests. Uh, well, every, each, each one's alarming. Then, oh, well, it's got to be very nervous it every is, time. Like, we're now testing for jaundice. They're giving him the PSAT later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the, you know, if he gets shots and stuff, they come out of nowhere and just, it's like, boom, 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 boom. It's a lot. Yeah. It, it is. is a lot. So you yeah. feel bad. And then, you know, the test, they take him away every hour to do some mm-hmm. random test. And you think it's the last one. You'll ask him, they'll say it's the last one. And then you find out there's five more. Oh, you got so many shots, too, coming up in your very near future. Have they done rubella yet? Rubella? Rubella? <laughs> I don't Measles, think mumps, and rubella. They do all that together. Yeah, that's. I think the next one when you get discharged. Right. I think, so they hit them with the first ones. I think it's like a hep C and a something else. Okay. Oh, so. man. You get all those shots at one time? The... You can break it up. They split them up a little bit. They break it into three pretty large doses. It's, it's about four different You can break them up ones. even more than that if you want. It's really up to mom and dad. But don't be afraid to ask to break them up even more. You can break them up. You want to raise that snowflake? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like get them done, right? <laughs> yeah, you gonna remember, right? But that's what <laughs> yeah. the, the, the doctor said. They won't remember at this point. Now I was like, let's just get them done. Yeah, if, remember. If, if, if I would have had an option on that circumcision or not, I yeah. know what I would have opted for. Well, that's what you feel <laughs> bad for, but they don't remember <laughs> not it. Not my choice. Yeah. <laughs> my no, body, think not think my choice. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pass on that one. Get it all done now. Yeah, yeah that's right. what I, I mean, just get it done now. <laughs> well, you always wonder with your kids from uh, the minute they're born until, well, probably you don't see them anymore and you pass on yourself. We've got an Am I the Jerk email here. Somebody wanting to know if they're a jerk for allowing their son to watch true crime specials. He's 14. We'll get a ruling on that coming up next. <laughs> the KVJ Show. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Oh. Okay, are you a jerk or not? That's what we're about to find out here. The uh, first email that we got is mom, it's not necessarily agreeing with her ex. Her 14 year old son is obsessed with true crime videos on YouTube. She says he'll often play it in the background when he's done doing chores or when he's doing his chores. She said, so I've often heard many of the audio from the video. Now, the content is intense, but it's very academic for the most part. My son says that he's very interested in America's legal system and wants to one day pursue a criminal justice degree when he goes to college. But my ex is now saying that he forbids his son to watch those videos at his place, claiming they are making his son defiant and argumentative. But I said, look, I mean, the kid's 14. It's just a part of the age. I'm not having any kind of problems with him at my house doing that. So maybe it's just my ex. Well, now my ex is all mad. And he's saying that I need to ban true crime in my home, too. I refuse, to which my ex called me a stubborn ass for not prioritizing what is best for our son. Am I being a jerk? No, you're not. Look, you're in charge of what happens at your house. This is what happens when you divorce. You don't get to make the rules at the other person's house. Okay. You can make the rules at your house. You're the parent. He's 14. But you don't get to dictate what the kid does when the kid's not in your care. The only thing I'd say, too, I mean, because you know me, man, I love all that stuff. And I've been watching it way younger than, mm. you know, 14 and there is so much of that content out right now. Only thing I would say as a cautionary tale is just be careful with how much you put in your brain because you're not going to stop watching it. The kid's clearly interested in it and has a passion for it. But like anything, if you watch too much of that stuff and you go on a run where you're, that's all you're watching, you, yeah. you tend to think that the world is nothing but murder, death, and mayhem. 
and it can get you in a dark place. That's all I would say. At a young age. Balance. Balance, yeah. If you're going to listen to those, fine. If that's what you want to do with your career, fine. But just don't let them be the only thing you listen to. Because some of them really do, even as an adult, some of the, the content is very graphic. It's very disturbing. And it stays with you. Yeah, and mm. I can just see if you are constantly throwing yourself in that arena it could mess with your psyche. I'm not saying you can't watch it. Absolutely. Just be careful. Be just, careful. Okay. So a little balance is, is all you would say. Yes. So she is not being a jerk. I don't think she is. No. Okay. All right. What about uh, this one? They want to know if they're a jerk for letting their friends know that their dog died. It says here, my neighbors went on vacation and asked if I would check in on their dog and let it out. The dog gets to stay in a tiled room that they have blocked off because it's pretty old and it can't really control its bowels much anymore. So they keep the dog to this portion of the house. So when I check on the dog on day three, it is laying peacefully on the tile. I fill the food bowl and I change the water and I try to wake the dog to go out to the bathroom. But the dog is alarmingly stiff to the touch. He's very peaceful. And I pretty much knew immediately that the dog was dead. Oh, no. I was so shocked, and without thinking, I just called my neighbor to let them know. Well, they start freaking out and ask me to take it to the emergency vet. Well, the dog's about 45 pounds, and I am a small female, so I tell them, I'm like, hey, the dog's not breathing, and it's really rigid. The wife then starts bawling, and the husband gets on the phone, and he tells me that they're going to have a conversation and get back to me. But before getting off the phone, he says to me, so if the dog was dead, why'd you even call? We're home in three days. You likely just ruined our vacation. I was flabbergasted. Wait, I, I ruined your vacation? Am I the jerk for calling them, or would I be a bigger jerk if I didn't? So everyone's got to calm down here because... <laughs> this is ridiculous. They're upset because they just lost their dog. He's lashing out. He's not right to say that to you because it's just... You got when, when the dog dies. You got to let the people know. You have to. You of ha course, you have to let people know that. Okay. He's emotionally distraught, and he's taking it out on you and lashing out. He's not right to do that. You didn't do anything wrong. This is it's a sad story though, because part of me would go, "Oh man, did my vacation and me leaving my dog." You know, yeah, hurt, the trauma hurt. that I put my dog through. That's how I would think about. It. But don't you shouldn't make you shouldn't make people feel bad when they're helping you out, genuinely helping you out. You really shouldn't uh, give them guilt for that. No, and you knew the dog was old. That's yes. why you had it in the tile room because you knew it was, you know, coming to the end of its days. And unfortunately, it passed away while you were gone. Your neighbor was being nice. I, I think you got some balls to yell at your neighbor yeah. for informing you on the status of your dog. They were in charge of your dog. Of course they should tell you the dog died. The, 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 the dog owners are wrong, but they're, they're probably, you know, yeah. to them that might be their, their kid. But I don't know, man. Uh, when your dog's that old... And you think it's going to die, you should be going on a vacation. Because Good look at that. Yeah, that way. Yeah. I wouldn't be going on a vacation during Chewy's end, end of year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you're intense. Not bad. To me, I, I think it's really hard to be a jerk if you don't have bad intentions. Of course. You know, you, you may have made a wrong judgment call, but it doesn't make you a jerk. I mean, you, uh, you would think you would have to lean on the side. you got to let them know when their dog dies the moment it dies, right? Yes, Even if they're in the of middle course. of their big vacation. Absolutely. Yes, it doesn't matter. Okay. you got to tell them. That's that, that's something they need to know. Look, if I, if I was the person, that the, the, the one that watched the dog, I would 
they're they're acting crazy because they lost their dog. Mm-hmm. And I would just accept that and understand okay. it's not personal. They right. they're just lashing out. Okay. All right. What about this? Got an email. This person wants to know if they're a jerk. It says here, I'm a fitness nut and I put in a lot of work to look the way I do. I belong to a popular local gym and I am always catching male clientele who strain their eyeballs to watch me as I'm sweating and bending over various pieces of equipment. Imagine how vulnerable you would feel in spandex shorts and a tank top. So one day I even wore a t-shirt that says, quote, stop staring to try and make the guys realize that they're being pervy. (laughs) When I'm leaving the gym, one guy actually walks up to me and says, don't think you're all that. So I commented back, I can't believe you'd say something so rude. He responded, I can't believe you'd wear something so rude. So I'm the rude one for spreading awareness about staring at females at the gym. Do you think I'm the jerk? I think you're very annoying. (laughs) She's undateable. Uh, Just so (laughs) annoying. Keep in mind, too, not everyone that stares at you wants to sleep with you. Some people just stare. You don't know what's in someone's head. Okay. It's the truth, Kev. And they're just looking. I mean, I would probably stare at you, too, and I don't want to sleep with you. If you put it out there, people are going to stare at it. You're going to go, people are going, now, there's a difference between somebody hovering over you and gawking at you and harassing you. Right. If someone's across the room and 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 they're looking at you, there's nothing you can do about that. So when you're going to put, stop staring, you're now encouraging, you want some kind of a fight. You yeah, want you, some kind you of You kind of kicked it up to a, a level, and then somebody kind of called you on. You want drama, and it's then when you sure, get drama, yeah. you act like you're the victim, and it's annoying. Okay. She's undateable. She's <laughs> That, can you imagine that's no. your girl? The hell no. That's your girl. <laughs> hell no. She's a nightmare, Kevin. She, she's so unself-aware. And, and, girl, you're the problem. I mean, the guy that said something to her, he's a jerk, too. He's he shouldn't have said anything. He okay. sucks. He's because not... he's given her what she wants, exactly. which is drama and attention. This girl deserves no attention. And just know, when you go to a gym, people are going to stare at you. It's it just guys and girls. It happens to guys as well. just the way well. it goes, huh? Yes, it does happen. I love staring at people at the gym. Okay. It's so well, fun. How can you prove if somebody is staring at you in a way that they're... You, you can't prove it. I could be trying to figure out who makes your outfit so I can go buy it. What if you're filming, like if you're people that film in the middle of a gym, they're mm. shocked that eyes go over to them, that they're in the yeah. middle of the gym filming, and they go, why are you looking at me? Because you're filming! <laughs> <laughs> the KDJ Show. A little perspective from that Am I the Jerk email. The one who called, who was doing the dog sitting, and the dog had passed away, and they called, and then the husband got on the phone after the wife started breaking down crying, and he's like, thanks for ruining the vacation. She's like, wait, what? (laughs) Uh, One text said, yeah, this happened to me. My friend went to Europe for a month and left her large dog with me, and it ended up passing away, and I ended up waiting until she got back to let her know, and she was so mad at me that I didn't tell her when it happened that she never spoke to me ever again. See, you're damned if you do. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no way for you to predict how somebody's going to react. Somebody mm. could be thankful that you didn't ruin their vacation, and the next guy could be pissed. It, it's just it's ridiculous. And honestly, because I've watched a lot of people's pets before, it's a very stressful kind of a job to do. And there's really, if anything goes wrong, they people are going to they'll, they'll screw you over. What'd you tell that lady when you lost her cat? 
Oh, pff, I, that was that was like fourteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> And people are, they're sick of that story. I've told it 9,000 times. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> I told your, your cat darted out. They were, in, they, were in, they were insane people, too, by the way. <laughs> they sucked. The cat was definitely trying oh, to run from something. Everyone involved in that sucked. <laughs> so not great with cats. How are you with eggs? I'm, my, my, my baby's thriving. Wow, okay. Meg the egg lives? She lives, baby. Look She's at thriving. 24 she hours left. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, wow. so we had this thing yesterday after the birth of Denny's baby. Could Jaybird take care of an egg for 48 hours without it cracking? And it looks fantastic. It, it's the same egg. Virginia drew yeah. the face. Same egg. It's making me... Uh, Making me have soft Make, hands, I oh, feel okay. like. I thought I was going to say it's making me hungry. <laughs> I'm craving an omelet. Do you ever look at your baby and just want to eat it? Would you be mad if I ate your baby? <laughs> look, you have to deal with the with the public outcry from the audience. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel right, does it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, uh-uh. Uh, okay, so Jaybird's still got a where did uh, Meg sleep last night? Right next to me. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. In the same bed? And... No, I, I'm in my living room right now because my brother's still staying with me. So okay. I made a little... A little maternity ward for me and my baby. Aww. Oh, how cute. How cute. You, you you slept just like, Denny's probably slept better in the hospital than you do at home. <laughs> I slept terrible last night. We gotta go get you that new sofa. Uh, I know. I am so excited to go shopping with you. There's a lot of things that's gotta happen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> to achieve the peace I desire. It's not even that, huh? <laughs> well, I got uh, a few random questions about parenting here for you today. Um, tell me. One thing that we asked on the KVJ Show Facebook page yesterday, if your mom like ever went out of town without dad or say dad was in charge of babysitting you for an extended period of time and had to feed you, what typically did your dad feed you? And it was kind of interesting seeing the comments because there was a mix <laughs> between some people who had dads that were really good cooks. And so the, the food was fantastic. It was good. But then you had other dads that were just grabbing anything like crackers and things like that, trying to make it work. So, oh, I know. If I go out of town, Rocco and Panda are just going to be eating nothing but junk food. They're going to go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. I, Panda is... Slurpees galore. <laughs> Panda's got my palate. Me and Panda like the same things. So you're going for that? I, that's what Panda's going to get? Yeah, definitely. If Panda and Rocco are left to their own devices, they're not eating anything healthy. That's such a fun day for Rocco. Oh, he loves it. Here are some uh, dad ideas if uh, you are having to feed the kids and you're kind of freaked out because you're not a cook like I'm not. Uh, Christine said, we got English muffin pizzas. Those are delicious, easy to yeah. make, it's and good. they rock. That's smart. That's smart. That's adorable. Yeah. It's so easy to make. Kids can make their own and be a part of the process. Yeah. That's just fun. My that mom, is smart. My mom always made those for my dad. My dad loved those. Okay. Uh, Megan said, we would get a hot dog on a piece of bread and some popcorn. Okay. <laughs> so ballpark. Yeah, you know, you know it's, it's one of those easy little things. Uh, why not uh, do something like that? Uh, let me see. We would get uh, bologna that we would uh, typically dip in Cool Whip. That sounds a little gnarly. That's Ooh, disgusting. Bologna and Cool Whip. <laughs> it's so crazy. I'm thinking back to my when I was real, real little. I don't know if my mom ever left the house to where my dad 
did, ever made a meal for us. I think my mom made every single meal we ever had. Yeah, I'm not even kidding <laughs> a, a lot of people had. A lot of people were that way. So it was rare. I only had it uh, a couple of times, and I don't think my dad even made anything. I just was left to my own devices. My dad made beach burgers one time on the beach in Juneau. That was pretty delicious, actually. But he, okay. uh, he undercooked them, but they were really good. But yeah, it's the only time. <laughs> we're all beach burgers. <laughs> I feel like my mom made every meal ever. A lot of times that happened. Yeah, that would uh, typically be the case. I remember if my mom ever like had maybe a PTA meeting or something like that, Dad had me. It would be pot pies. That's Just what we do. Something he would throw from the, the, yeah, the freezer. You, you took them out of the freezer. You put them in the oven for forty five minutes, and they were amazing. Oh, I bet Fat Cam loved the pot pie. I'd always double up. Oh, <laughs> One Cam, pot pie is Pat, not enough. Cam always needed two. Have you ever seen? And it wasn't until years later when I looked at the calories in a pot pie. I was like, my, no wonder I was so portly. I was eating two at a time. <laughs> I, I was astonished by the calories. In well, a pot I was pie. full because mine had vegetables in it. How is it so fattening when it's full of vegetables? <laughs> It's that thick goo. <laughs> 8,000 calories. I would just drink that goo, man. That it was goo so good. is straight butter and flour. And it, butter and then that crisp on top. Oh, oh, man. The pie crust? Yes. yes. Oh, forget about yep. it. Um, another question here. Uh, what is the weirdest thing your parents do? They do anything weird. Oh, yeah. Okay, what would you say? Maybe the weirdest thing. My dad will do some this one thing sometimes. He'll uh, he'll talk to himself. So what do you want to do? You verbally hear him working out his internal thoughts? Yes, and you don't know what yeah. he's talking about. And then you'll kind of ask him a question. So, Dad, everything cool? And I'm not kidding you. 17 minutes later, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we asked the question on the KBJ Show Facebook page. Here are some of the uh, top answers. Um, the weird thing my parents do, they wash and reuse their paper plates. Yeah, that's a budget thing. It is. Mm-hmm. Paper plates are expensive. Any of those little if they're the sturdy ones, yeah, I can I can kind of see that because there's there's the real thin paper flimsy ones, but then there's kind of like a, a higher level. Oh, there's definitely a hierarchy. Yeah, and there's some that if they're not dirty, you can totally reuse them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, you're t- the the basic white plate that's really thin. That one, it's it's tough to reuse. Yeah, somebody else said uh, my parents use sticks from their backyard as chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> That is That's awesome. Ridiculous. That's so amazing. It's pretty real. Uh, somebody else has said their parents put Cheerios in their coffee. You ever seen that move? That's going to get a little mushy. What does that mean? It just means you put cereal in your coffee. So they're just trying to get a quick breakfast? You know, if you put Maybe, honey- yeah. Maybe they think it's just all in one. Hot, huh. uh, honey nut Cheerios would maybe melt a little bit. Get that honey in there. That could be... I like a, a clumpy, slushy drink at times. Okay. So you're <laughs> all right with that. slushy then. coffee? Okay. Not coffee, but <laughs> I, if you were a coffee lover, I could see how that could work. Mm-hmm. Huh. And what did you do as a child that would be considered dangerous today? Um, I think probably the thing for me was driving home from church, sitting on my grandpa's lap. I was seven. Yeah. Yeah. When we came up is when they were like, maybe we should make people wear seatbelts. Like it started becoming a thing. 
mm-hmm. when we were coming up. But I remember when I first started riding in cars, the fun of riding in some people's cars that had that bench seat in the back was that you would slide from one side to the other right. with every turn they made. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. There was a lot of riding in uh, pickup trucks when I was a kid, but I think they still do that, actually. A lot of stuff back when we were kids with the car wasn't right. Smoking in the car with the kids. I remember that would go on a little bit when oh, I was no young. Doubt. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, if you ever want to uh, jump in, you can uh, go to the KVJ Show Facebook page and uh, throw us your answers. Uh, just go on there. Make sure you subscribe while you are there. Just go to Facebook and look for the KVJ Show. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Your boy Hulk Hogan is branching out. Now, if anybody knows about injury and pain management... It's your boy, Hulk Hogan. That's right, brother. You know why. He lifted Andre the Giant up. WrestleMania 3. <laughs> He's endured 28 surgeries after Andre the Giant threw his back out. He always talks about how that really did mess up mm-hmm. his, his body. Yeah, I can imagine. But now he's also talking about something else, which is... CBD and THC and functional mushrooms. There's there's definitely many stories of the old Hogan like, like oh yeah likes the weed. Okay. <laughs> well, I think he's been using it for a minute, and oh, yeah. it's helped his knees, it's helped his hips, it's helped his back. And, you know, when you compare it to how you feel on the pain meds, it's way different, way better. Some people are just getting rid of the pain meds altogether and going completely with the CBD or the THC or the functional mushrooms, which he says he is now going to be coming out with a line of his new health and wellness brand. He's teaming up with a company called Karma with a C. And the Hulkster says, even though he's 69, I feel like I'm 25 again, brother. Okay. You'll chip your balls off, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You too will see Andre the Giant. Yeah. You'll see the ghost of Andre the Giant, brother. <laughs> Everyone looks like a giant. He's <laughs> tripping so hard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a story. I did not hear that story. Yeah, so, I mean, I like the celebrity pitch guys doing this stuff. And I think if, if you're a fan of Hulk Hogan, which there are a lot of aging fans of Hulk Hogan, you're probably speaking to a, a whole generation of people that will try your product if they have pain. Everybody talks about it. They, they, people would always try to hate on Hogan about how he was old and the youth didn't like him. And every time they brought him back, man, he always did well, always sold. They, they always look about the bottom line, things they sell. And Hogan, did, he never ever went away. He didn't. He just he didn't. He just didn't go away, and he tried. I mean, there's things that he he was supposed to wasn't he supposed to do the uh, 
the George Foreman grill. They brought it to him, and he did pudding instead or something. No, that's Stallone. I yeah. thought. Oh, Stallone. Okay. But yeah, he did. He had some type of. I mean, he had some missteps, without a doubt. That mm. divorce didn't help. It, Hogan had some. He had some. He had a rough decade there, as far as a PR standpoint. He went through a lot of scandal. Yeah, an adult tape too, right? He had adult uh, tape. He had uh, fallout a, with his friend. Uh, uh, a, a racist uh, a thing go down when he was caught on. Like, he, he had a yeah. His son Nick. Yeah. All that oh, stuff. that's right. I mean, all that happened after his reality show. I know. <laughs> they Hogan say knows. reality shows just blow up families. That, that Hogan knows best. I don't know if that was a great move. <laughs> Turns out Hogan didn't know best. No. no. <laughs> and Alec Baldwin's in a little trouble. Did you see this? He was at a gala last week, and there was a group of waiters and waitresses putting down the food at the tables. And Alec Baldwin was on his feet, standing next to the table, but still talking with somebody, and I guess wasn't ready to be served yet, and kind of got into it with the female server, yelled at her, belittled her called her a peasant and she's like i don't understand why he was like going off on me i was just doing my job i was told to put down the plates i have to do it in a certain order who does he think he is james corden yeah it sounded like he was up and talking kind of blocking her path and it was kind of like excuse me i just need to put the food down and he got upset by that and then kind of went off on her Alec, get over yourself. She's the waitress. She's mm. trying to put down the plates. Right. Stop. I'm not Whatever sh- you're yelling at her about, you're not right. She's right. I'm not sure he's really a nice guy. Yeah, are you surprised by this yeah. story? The guy's always been known to be a jerk. I know, but I don't like it. He's yelling at female waitresses, and I want to shine a light on that. That's his thing. He yells at females. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Loves it. He loves it. <laughs> and sad news coming out of Paris Hilton's camp. Her little doggy, Harajuku, passed away. Oh, the dog was 23 years old. Wow. 23. Dog could drink. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a run right there, man. That dog lived the best dog life. And, and in dog years, he's 7,000 years old. Right. Because yeah, you have to do it. What's 23 times 7? We, we, don't, we don't do math. No, we're not allowed to do math. <laughs> not anymore. Not even days? No. Our bosses no. even said you guys can't do math anymore. Yeah, can't All right. do it. It's in the contract. Whatever that number is, that's how old her doggy was. So good for you. Long life, Harajuku dog. And that's what's going on in your dirt. It's time for viral audio. So had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Ain't nobody got time for that. 59-year-old Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen was on Good Morning America yesterday talking about his attack from that 19-year-old spring breaker on Fort Lauderdale Beach back in March. I heard a couple of steps, and then I just saw this dark sort of flash, and the next thing I knew was I was I was on the ground. I landed on my, my backside and then continued on, hit my head on the pavement. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Just, just out of nowhere, one minute you're chilling, the next thing you know you're down on the ground. You're like, what is going on? I reach my hand up into the into the air as I, I thought I was going to get attacked again. And I just said, I am no threat to you. I don't think he knew who I was, but he, he must have seen that 
I wasn't a threat because, you know, I've, I've only got one arm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, t- you're a special kind of dirtbag to attack a guy, bum-rush a guy yeah. with one arm. Mm-hmm. Did that dirtbag ever make a statement or anything? Did he say he was sorry? He hasn't said anything yet. Uh, he will be. His name is Max Edward Hartley, and he was arrested after the incident. He pled not guilty to charges of battery, criminal mischief, and abusing an elderly or disabled person. That's how you know he's a douche. He's already claiming not guilty. Yeah. Well, he's trying to... See what he can get out of it, maybe in a plea bargain. Uh, he was outside of the uh, Four Seasons Hotel when uh, this all went down. And Rick Allen, the drummer for Def Leppard, has really good perspective on the whole incident, though. I know that I'm not going to be playing music in a band forever. But while I am, I plan on making as many people happy as I possibly can. This is my opportunity. If only we could view other things in that way. You know, we're only here for a limited time. Okay. More people need to know about that guy. That guy lost his arm. Why? He was in the the middle of being in one of the biggest bands on the planet. And they yeah. said, you're not going to make it. It was the dude. height of their career. Yeah. yeah. They just come off their biggest album, Pyromania, and they're getting ready to release their next biggest album when people, he lost his arm. People are going to, people would give up. That guy never gave up. And he's still the drummer. Yeah. It's insane. Still with the band. Yeah. That, still touring. That, more people need to know about that story. Yeah. More people, they just don't know it. Well, and just his attitude to how this whole attack went. I mean, to understand and try to appreciate his mindset and how he looks at the world. I think uh, a lot more people would be happier if they looked at it the same way. That Matt, that uh, Max guy, he's from Ohio, Kevin. Do you claim him? <laughs> no. No. Dirtbag. Yeah. Just down here on vacation. Yeah, I need to kick him out of the state. Yeah. Go, go watch those Ohio people. He's not welcome back in Florida, and we're kicking him out of Ohio. Okay, I'm down with that. No place for you to go now, Max. Jaybird, you're telling me about this Nick Jonas guitar solo that actually was so bad he had to go to therapy because of it. Me and Denny's have been watching this clip probably for five years now where they make a big deal. It's at the CMAs and they go, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Jonas, and he's to come out on the stage and to play lead guitar. You know, the round, 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 the part that really, so the whole, everyone's focused on him and he muffs it so bad. Oh no! And, I mean, he 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 hits it. He doesn't hit the right notes. It's it's a it's a pretty cringy moment. Oh boy! Oh, it's funny, but we, we didn't think it was uh, stayed so with him. right. Mentally damaging to him. I come up with my thing, and again, I've rehearsed it a million times. I'm feeling really confident about it. Not even really thinking about it, like it's a thing that is going to be problematic. I started off, it's fine, and as I sort of walked towards her, I just went completely blank. And I hit a wrong note and like Mm. blacked out, basically, and clocked. It was wrong, and I couldn't stop, and it did cause me to go into therapy. Oh my gosh, wow. How about that, huh? That happens. That's part part of the game. It sucks that it happened on national TV. Right. But, uh, I mean, if you need therapy for that, what about Fergie? When she did the national anthem? Oh, yeah, the cringy one. There have been a lot of them. You look at Ashley Simpson when she had that thing on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, her career was over after that. That was it for you. I mean, that's probably the fear for a lot of these artists. Think about that. But the the Ashley Simpson, that's different. Different than him hitting a wrong note. Because people hit wrong notes. Yeah, I agree. And a quick little update. Uh, We had said it was pretty much going to go this way. Did you see the Swifties are turning on Taylor over a boyfriend? 
Really? A, yep. a, a subset of the Swifties are it's on just, social media. It's starting to percolate just a bit, and who knows where it's going to uh, wind up. If you missed the story we were talking about, you know, Taylor Swift now seems to be dating Matt Healy from Matty Healy, I guess he goes by, from the 1975. And he was on a podcast back in February where he mocked various Asian accents while making fun of rapper Ice Spice, who, for the record, is actually of African-American and Dominican descent, but he and the hosts were making chauvinistic jokes about women, and they said ignorant things about the LGBTQ community. And then he was also talking about Ghetto Gaggers, which is a porn site where white men have rough, degrading sex with black women. And now some Swifties have started what they call the Speak Up Now campaign based off of one of Taylor's own albums, and they've asked Taylor to address Maddie's comments, because just the other night in concert in Massachusetts, she talked about how she's the happiest she's ever been in her life. <laughs> Uh-oh. And they're saying that your silence is palpable and it undermines the progress it was made towards equality and understanding. And now they've even canceled some of their pre-orders of the Speak Now redo that she's been working on. And they tweeted proof. So hopefully Taylor gets the message and they're trying to get all Swifties behind this to force Taylor's hand to address the comments that her supposed now boyfriend made. What if Taylor just lost it in the, the last concert? Go, Y'all can kiss my... And she goes, I'm so happy. I don't care what you say. Yeah. And she went full on evil. And Joe never talked like that. Damn. Yeah. What would these Swifties do? So the ball is starting to be in Taylor's court. I don't know if it'll get loud enough that she has to respond, but it is beginning. KVJ. Listen up, y'all, cause here's the sitch. It's time for another round of do it, bitch. 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 Do it, do it, do it, bitch. Do it, bitch. Okay, here's who we got today. Virginia and Denny's gonna be partnered up to go against Jaybird and Suits. Oh, 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 the kid, the prodigy. Mm-hmm. Look out. It's about who can get the most right, know their partner. In just 10 seconds, how many can they get? So... We got a gambler and a responder for Virginia and Denny's. Denny's going to be the gambler. And for Jaybird and Suits, Bird is going to be the gambler. We're gamblers today, Bird? Yes, we oh, are. Nice. So it's me versus the kid. It's it Ed. Oh, boy, Suits. <laughs> I like it better when we're working together. <laughs> <laughs> this is, in my situation, this is a good, it's a better situation than most. It's, okay. the, it's the kid versus. Virginia, Virginia, she'll come in clutch though. The old witch. The old witch. <laughs> Thanks for the build-up, bruh. <laughs> you on my team? <laughs> okay, we're going to start out with Virginia and Denny's. The first topic is songs by Kelly Clarkson. So, Denny's, how many can Virginia name in ten seconds? Oh, gosh. Kelly Clarkson's songs. I am going to start it off at four. Okay. Going to go four. Jaybird, what about with Suits? My boy does night times here at WRMF, so I'm going to go. He's My boy can do five. Can do five. He knows about the music. Okay. Five Kelly Clarkson songs. Okay. Denny's, what do you think about with uh, Virginia? Five Kelly Clarkson songs. It suits that tuned in to Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. It's a good bit. I'm gonna say do it, Suits. Oh. Okay. He's gotta do five in ten seconds. All right. 
Suits, your time begins now. Stronger, uh, Breakaway, Catch My Breath. Uh, you've got Mine, I think is her new one. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Peace uh, or, um, piece by Peace. Okay. I, I, I don't know Mine. I it, think, I can't tell, I can't remember if that was her song. I know there's a song called Mine. Since You've Been mine. Gone. Ah, Since You've Been Gone, I forgot about that. Strong. Don't okay, tell me there is Mine is a song. Okay. Oh, gosh. Piece and by then, piece, I think was the other one I said. Okay, piece by piece, piece by piece. Please, please by please, be no. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yes, oh, wow. Wow. Best oh, my. You didn't even say your biggest hit, and you <laughs> got it. Hey, <laughs> you guys have B sides. Wow. Yeah, all oh. random. Dying songs by Kelly Clarkson. Oh man, that one came out of nowhere. I can't believe that. Not a boy snoot. I don't know how this kid does this. (laughs) (laughs) That's so random, right? I would have struggled, and I love Kelly Clarkson. Gosh, it's just hard. It's very hard. Wow, already exciting. Okay. This kid's on fire. Reading articles about a new song from. Well, it just got put in my night shift last week, so. Yeah. Okay, it's a best out of five here already. Jaybird and Suits up one zip. The next topic that we have, pizza chains. National pizza chains. Cannot be local pizza shops that have one. They have to have multiple locations to count. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Even multiple locations locally, not... Right across yeah. the nation. All right, yeah. cool. So if they if they have more than one restaurant, you will accept it. I will. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cannot be a standalone one-off. Understood. Okay. All right. So how many can Suits name in ten seconds, Jaybird? Suits can do four. Okay. Denny's. What do you think about with Virginia? I think Virginia could do five. Okay. Jaybird. Suits can do six if he digs deep. Denny's, what do you think about with Virginia? Suits can do five if he digs deep. You're at six six, right now. You would have to go to seven. I'd have to raise it to seven? Yeah, I'd have to go to seven in ten seconds. He's got to do seven. Suits doing six. Gosh. I mean, it... Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm thinking this over, Bird. (laughs) (laughs) The boy's trying to push you a bit. This game, man. It's crazy, game, right? It does. It yeah. It brings something out of you. He's got to do six. Oh gosh, Let's do it, suits. Okay, Jeremy. He don't think you can do it, son. Six pizza chains in ten seconds. Your time begins now. Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's. You got uh, Little Caesars, uh, CC's, uh, Hunt Brothers Pizza. Uh, you've got uh, Mod Pizza. Um, uh, is it Blaze? Maybe a place. Blaze Pizza. My oh, boy. Just, yeah, I, I, I hate it. Just, I hate it so much. It. What was that weird one he said in the middle? So Hunt's? Hunt Brothers is a sponsor of Stuart Haas Racing and NASCAR. That's why I know that. Yeah, run, run, boy. <laughs> All right, we need different topics, Kev. <laughs> Clearly, you guys are on the ropes, Damn. man. Damn. I just, I can't believe it. It happened so fast. <laughs> it happened fast like NASCAR. He's good. Yeah. He really is good. Yeah, uh, you're, about Hunt's to, brothers? you're about to be like the Celtics and get swept. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I watched sports so I know what that meant. <laughs> 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 okay, it is a best out of five, and it's two zip Jaybird and Suits with a commanding lead. Commanding. <laughs> okay, we go back to Virginia Denny's for our next topic and do it, bitch. It is sunglasses brands. All right. Sunglasses brands. How many of these can Virginia name in 10 seconds, Denny's? 
Sunglasses brands. Virginia can do six. Six? Right out of the chute. Jaybird. Suits, she can definitely do six. I'm going to push you to seven. They don't think you can do it. Okay, you're at seven. Denny's, do you think he can do it? Do you want to raise your call at seven? Seven. Sunglasses brands. I'm afraid he's going to drop a Hunts Brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR sunglasses. I know there's a lot of designers out there that make sunglasses. I'm going to have to raise it to eight. Okay, we're at eight. Jaybird, you got the call. She, I just know she knows. She, I know she's going to know nine. Okay. But should we make the witch sing for her supper? We always okay. make the kid do it. Nah, it's a lot. She's at eight. She'd have to do eight. Okay, Suits would have to do nine. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of dumb. Uh, That's where we are. Do Razor it, witch. Call. Okay. Virginia, eight sunglasses brands in 10 seconds. Your time begins now. Fendi, Gucci, Prada, Louis, Chanel, uh, Ray-Ban, uh, Valentino, uh, Ralph Lauren, uh, Polo, uh, Louis Vuitton. Okay. Oh, even so. She got it. I figured that, that's more done. That, that was the right call, though. I would not have gotten anywhere near that. I didn't think so. Okay. That was good stuff. My All heart. right. <laughs> you, you have a heart? I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> this spot in my chest hurts for some reason. This spot where <laughs> it's a black thing. I don't know. It should be a heart, but what it's is not. This, this void is cold. <laughs> emptiness inside. Icy. <laughs> okay, this could be it. It is two for Jaybird and Suits and one for Virginia and Denny's and a best of five. Yes. Our next topic, Pop-Tart flavors. Pop-Tart flavors. Okay, Jaybird, how many can Suits name in 10 seconds? Suits can do five right off the bat. Five. Okay, Denny's. Razor call. Virginia's got kids. I feel like she could do six. Okay. What do you think about that, Jaybird? Obviously, my boy can do seven. Okay, we're at seven. Denny's, do we want to raise the stakes? Gosh, my brothers really got in my head earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we're at seven, seven right now. <laughs> there's a Hunt Brothers flavor. <laughs> I, I'm just so afraid there's some weird NASCAR branding of Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah. Where they have every flavor on the car. The NASCAR factor is a scary I just, I don't watch NASCAR. I, they could put anything it's on all their car. There's going to be a Pop-Tart car. Yeah, of course. <laughs> How many would you have to do? We're at seven right now. So he would have to do seven. Seven Pop-Tarts flavors. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say do it, Suits. Seven Pop-Tarts flavors in 10 seconds. Suits for the win. Your time begins now. Uh, You got raspberry, blueberry, uh, chocolate fudge, chocolate chip, uh, cinnamon, uh, marshmallow. uh, 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 um, Did I say blueberry, strawberry, Uh, raspberry? Snoots. I I didn't really like Pop-Tarts. Okay. And they have weird flavors. Yeah, they do. I do. I don't even seen raspberry before. Panda and no. Rocco love sure those. I, I had nine on deck. Yeah, she oh, would, wow. She, she I figured you had yeah. kids, you've seen a bunch of My them. My kids always are like requesting the stupidest flavors. Much too. like Suits has got the NASCAR factor, she's got her husband who's a snack. He's a snack lover factor. He is. Okay. So here we are. And. I forgot to call who I thought was going to be the winner, but since it's 2-2, I can jump back in here because (laughs) this is a tiebreaker. Wow, Kevin, look at you. Okay. Where am I going to go with this? I'm going to call for the complete comeback. Oh, yes. 
of Virginia and Denny's. Whoa! Yes. Jeremy, do you hear wow. that? Ke- Kevin disrespect. Does- Kevin doesn't respect you, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. In fact, he ju- Kevin just texted me. I don't respect suits. Damn, <laughs> Kev, why are you doing me like that? <laughs> With everything else, yes, I'm here. Because right. <laughs> yeah, he's got like free digits. <laughs> okay, it's tied to a piece. Oh. This oh. will determine it. Oh, the stress. Oh, and now we have the weight of the responsibility of not making Kevin get the punishment. I know. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't want a disappointed father in this. Final topic. Brands of toothpaste. Okay. Denny's, how many can Virginia name oh, gosh, in 10 seconds? Terrible topic. Brands of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Brands of toothpaste. Mm. <laughs> I like how Denny's called Kevin Uppers. Yeah, terrible topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the harshest thing Denny's has ever said I know. to you. Biting commentary. Huh? Well, I mean, we're, we're doing so well. Uh, fa- we fa- Father's really changed you, Denny's. We get this. <laughs> It's made him hard, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> gave him some balls. Oh, it did. I like this new Denny's. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm start off at five. We're at five. Jaber, what about with suits? Where do you want to go with this? I. She knows. She knows this. This is what. Why this is tough. I know she knows this. She's. She's big in the teeth. She loves teeth. Big teeth fan. Um, <laughs> what? I'm going to go with six. I do love teeth. I'm going to go with six. He, he, he's going to have to sing for his supper. Okay. Suits, the pressure is on. We're at six. Now, Denny's, you decide. Do we raise or do we call it here from six? This is done in 10 seconds. Brands of toothpaste. Gosh, I just, there's got to be a NASCAR out there. There's got to be a toothpaste car. With a seaside toothpaste, you know, like a a B-side toothpaste. One that's not even popular, he's going to somehow name. Yeah. What do you think? He has to do six. So if I pass it to Virginia, she's got to do seven brands of toothpaste. That's so many. It's a lot. It is. It is a lot. Okay, here we are at six right now. What is it going to be, oh, raise or gosh. call? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just hate to underestimate Virginia. She loves toothpaste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but does. I also find that six is a lot, right, of brands Yeah, of I think so, because, you know, I'm not sure there are a ton. There isn't a million. Uh-uh. It is limited. Gosh, this is terrible. Yep. Okay, Denny's. We need an answer, raise or call. I guess I have to make Suits sing for his oh. supper, right? Oh, wait. You have he to now. He made his choice. He has to now. He okay. made his choice. He has to now. I, I can tell by Virginia's, Virginia's response. That was the wrong choice by Virginia's groan <laughs> over there. Okay, we're going to find Six. out here. Six <laughs> in on, 10 Jeremy. seconds. Suits, your time begins now. Colgate, Crest, Aquafresh, Sensodyne. You got Arm & Hammer. Uh, I think there's a new skin. Uh, is there Tom's or Tim's or something like that? Uh, there's, uh, 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 what the hell do I use for it? I think he got it. He got seven. There is a Tom's. There's is a, there a Tom's? He There's wins. no Tim's. There's a Tom's. Yeah. I knew it was Tom's. something like that. And he got you, it. And you, had, you had so many locked and loaded. I had about ten. I know. I oh. know. She oh. 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 What other ones are there? Jaybird and Suits holds on for the W. Sensodyne, Pronamel, Aim. Yes. Oh. 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 Oh.
are, Virginia. I had no idea there was so many toothpaste. Oh, boy. Okay. So we got a punishment for the losers. We'll find out what it is next. My KBJ show. All right. Virginia is part of the losing team today with Denny's. And I also picked them, so I'm going to be faced off with today's punishment, which was actually a listener suggestion. Somebody wanted to know if we tried the new ranch ice cream that is out there yet, and uh, we have not. So apparently they take vanilla ice cream and they put ranch dressing with it, and they think it's going to be good. Is that what this is? (laughs) This is so dumb. (laughs) It's not going to be good. We got some delicious vanilla ice cream here, Kevin. Yeah. And I'm going to be applying the ranch. Uh, I felt like that was appropriate. Virginia was going to apply it, but I didn't feel like that was the right move. She's doing her own punishment. Sure. Okay. I'm sure we get enough in there. Okay. Make it wet, baby. It's All amazing right. how much it looks just like ice cream. It does. It yeah. looks like, like French vanilla. Vanilla. I'm going to mix it up. Ooh. Do you guys want to show oh, three DJs, one spoon? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin that won't be do the, that. That'd be the grossest part of it for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kevin would recoil. <laughs> there you go, big guy. All right. Any uh, chance this is good? I mean, it, it actually doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad. It tricks you. One of those ones that, yeah, it doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. That would be such a good prank. Oh, oh wow. Would be. You could easily trick someone. Totally you could. Although I will say it smells very strongly of ranch. I actually don't hate it. You, you don't tried it? it? You don't hate it? I don't hate it. That's oh. not terrible. Okay, Kevin's taking a big old gulp. Here, I'm going to do a big old gulp, too. I don't like it. I don't think he's bad. The back oh. end, Kevin. What a weird flavor. It's not it's terrible. Actually, it's not terrible. It's pretty bad. What a weird... It, it's a hit of really sweet ranch. Huh, you guys are making me very intrigued. It's actually not bad. Kevin, it's such a... <laughs> Kevin won't stop eating it. Yeah, but he eats ice chips and lettuce. I know. He's just happy to have flavor. You felt like getting sugar in your I body. I love it. It's such an odd flavor. It's a sweet ranch. Dude, it's not bad, though, is it? It's really not. I if don't you, like if it. If you were to dip french fries in that, that wouldn't be that bad? No. No. Like a Wendy's French fry? It tastes actually pretty good. It's yeah, like, that's not even a punishment. I feel like we so have to do it on the This is gross. Saying, yeah. No, it's not. I would say it does hover into the gross. But oh, she's Virginia. I don't like her. She's gagged. It's weird. It, at first, it tastes like ranch, and then afterwards, it's sweet. <laughs> it, oddly enough, kind of works together. Yeah, we talked about those odd combinations. I, I'm telling work. you, I don't think it's that bad. I don't like it. I'd like to see, like, I'd like to line people up and see how many people actually enjoy it. Yeah. You, where, where would you put it, Denny's? I'm on is, the f- it, is it on gross or enjoyable? Is it good or bad? It leans more towards enjoyable, but it does have a f- little bit of a gross factor in there, too. Because it's, I mean, it's, it does. It I mean, would be it, like eating it, a spoonful of ranch. Well, it kind of fools you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't know and somebody gave that to you, you'd be like, well, what's wrong with your ice cream? Mm-hmm. So but, then, if someone's doing this in a factory with the ranch ice cream, like, like they're producing, it might be good, is what you're it's saying. It's actually not, no, it's not terrible. Well, I feel it's like not I, a bag. They sell it in stores, and somebody said that's got to be a gag, and nobody could seriously want to have that. People might actually really want to eat ranch flavored ice cream. Can I suggest this? Can I just spray ranch in everyone's face just to kind of feel <laughs> like we got a punishment here? <laughs> Cause yeah, I feel. Little... I feel like. Yeah, I know. I feel like we gotta do a redo on a punishment because I don't think that's a punishment. That video would would do really well on OnlyFans. I'm feeling really yeah. unsatisfied. I, yeah, you should because I'm like, hey, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It's intriguing. I don't yeah. like it. 
Okay, I don't think it's a – yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll come up with something else. But, yeah, if somebody wants to try that, it's it's not bad. Seriously, let me know if you guys want to do ranch face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not there. You honestly should just uh, – seriously, I'm not setting now you up. just try it now? I'm not setting you up. Just take a take a bite no, and I, tell me what you think. I'm just kind of curious. ice cold spot of it. Um, but then the back end – it's pretty gross. It's uh, gross. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's gross, what's going Karen. on? What's wrong with me then? <laughs> you're you, weird. Your your sugar and yeah. <laughs> your junk food depleted, bro. That's the taste of uh, you never ice have cream. sugar. You never have flavor. You right. never have happy food. I find it to be delicious. <laughs> right now, your organs are are twerking and dancing. Going, oh my god! Are gosh. you sure that's not good? You're the diet pansy. That is not good. That's, that's pretty, not good. That's pretty gross, dog. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's half and half. The back end, if you get a sweet spot, can help out. But that first bite definitely tastes. Like ranch. Uh, the ranch is the offender. The, the ranch is the problem. The sweet is the savior. And right. It, he's it, right. As a fat kid, I love ranch dressing. I love ice cream. So <laughs> maybe it's just, maybe he's speaking out from the dead. <laughs> I said fat zombie. Fat fat Kevin. Zombie fat Kevin. I'm getting excited over here. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming back, baby. And he's hungry. Zombie I just, fat I just Kevin. Woke up. It took ranch dressing to bring him alive. <laughs> ranch dressing mixed with ice cream. It's the perfect medicine. He's coming in hot now. It's like his hand has come out from the grave. <laughs> what if from this moment on, Kevin oh, put on my like gosh, I just 30 pounds? It. He walks in tomorrow, he's eating Cool Ranch Doritos. I would what? lose my crap if that happened. Oh, my God. He goes, hey, Jay Bird, you want to order breakfast? Oh, Dude, my God. Yeah. You have to wake me up. I faint, first of all. <laughs> Kevin gets pigs in a blanket. You're like, what? Who is this? Wait, what? What's going on here? And I feel like Kevin would get, Kevin would pack on pack. If you went that way. Oh, I would. I, I told you, honestly, I, I probably, I'm going to put in 10 pounds from just four bites there. <laughs> you do. You yeah. have, you're like me. We can put on weight if we just go yeah. slightly bad. We, if you decide to go down that road, we would become two fat DJs on the air. And I, we just let it go. It'd, it'd be like, who could get the fattest, the So quickest? you'd look like every other DJ. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We can't let that happen yet, Kevin. See, right now, you guys don't look like every other DJ. <laughs> That's what would happen if we lost Kevin. Yeah, if you lost Kevin to the fat side, you just blend in. Yeah, it's true. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Ow! Dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Well, I guess uh, this is a lesson for all of us. Do not go to the back of the bar to pee, especially here in South Florida. You never know what could be lurking behind the bar. Sadly, this is something that 23-year-old Jordan Rivera found out the hard way. He oh, went no. behind a bar in Port Charlotte to go pee because the line of the bathroom was too long. He said next thing he knows, somehow he winds up in a pond behind the bar, and that's when a 10-foot gator pounces on him oh, and my rips his arm off. <gasps> Crazy. How drunk was he? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the one thing they didn't cover, and he didn't really talk about it. He didn't know if he tripped. You know, sometimes, too, you have, like, roots of trees that'll 
kind of be sticking up and maybe tripped on that and just tumbled and next thing you know he rolls right into this uh, lake and here's the thing they knew for a while this 10-foot gator was back there in fact a lot of the customers would come out and they've been feeding the gator it's been back there for like 20 years <laughs> they've been feeding it for 20 years so now it knows when it sees a person and and this guy's standing out there dangling a sausage and that's what they say that's why it's <laughs> illegal to feed gators in florida because they lose their fear of people and they start looking at them like they're the food and so when a drunk guy goes tumbling into the lake behind the bar, he's like, oh, cool, oh, it's just perfect. feeding time. Thanks, guys. Yeah, they had to uh, airlift him to the hospital with the uh, serious injuries. He is recovering, but... He's lucky they hurt him. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, actually. I mean, th- fortunately, he has his life. They did get the gator out of the pond and euthanized it, but yeah, just... Uh, Gotta watch, man. There's bodies of waters all over South Florida, and you never know. You go traipsing out in the dark where you might wind up. And if you feed the gators, you're training the gators to yep. kill. Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't do that. Had to see Lundy was kicked out and denied re-entry at Swagger, a nightclub in southwest Houston, right around closing time at about 2 a.m. Okay. So when uh, Hadassay got outside, she figured she would show them. So she pulled out a gun, shot two times in the air, and six times through the windows, hitting a 44-year-old woman right in the chest. Oh, my gosh. She didn't try to get away in a vehicle, but officers arrested her a few blocks away after a short foot chase. The woman who was shot will survive, but uh, Hadassay was arrested. The woman got shot in the chest and she's going to be okay? Yeah. Wow. Man, you're just chilling in the bar. All of a sudden, oh, man. Time and to go. This lady's mad because they asked her to leave at closing time. Yeah. Well, wow. It, you might have been right before closing time, but I assume there's a good reason for it. There's a fight that broke out Saturday night in Fort Wayne, Indiana during a youth basketball game. The parent was complaining about foul calls about his superstar son, and after speaking to the referee, was asked to leave the game. Well, when the official attempted to walk away and remove the parent, the parent got in the guy's face, then grabbed the referee, brought him to the ground, threw in a few punches. The referee was able to regroup, though, and got the dad on the ground. Is there a driving tackle. Yeah, there is. That would have been so awesome if the referee would have blew the whistle. Technical! Yeah, he should have. Yeah, no, there's a video all over the place today. It's insane. You can't touch the referees and the officials, you dope. Well, it's it's really insane. You know, there is a shortage of referees all around the country for these sporting events. I wonder why. It's because, yeah, they don't want to deal with the crap from parents. In fact, uh, there's a couple towns now that are doing that. If you ever get in the face of a referee, if you want your kid to stay in the league, you then have to become a referee. Wow, that's a good idea. I don't like that idea because oh. you, you're, you're given a psycho. A jerky parent now gets to be a jerky referee. In a power position? Yeah. yeah that's going to go great. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> no, you should kick. You shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed in the league and you should get arrested. You shouldn't be All the kids people. should be allowed to team up and kick your ass for five minutes. I mean, okay. it, it was bad when I was playing with the parents, but yeah. holy crud. It's, it's a new level now. Next level. Yeah, and this happens, unfortunately, quite frequently. About every week I see another video. Wow. Four juveniles and two adults got arrested in Maryland last week after they were caught driving around in two stolen cars. Then a guardian showed up to pick up the kids in another car that was also stolen. <laughs> So everyone in that one got busted, too. In the end, 13 people in total were arrested, seven kids and six adults. What is this, uh, auto-boosting crime I ring? I mean, come on. <laughs> the heck are we doing? 
A woman was caught on surveillance video using a tool to scratch around 400 vehicles at three separate car dealerships in the Vancouver area. What the hell is she doing? I don't know. The motive they don't have yet. The dealerships were all about a mile within range of each other. They estimate the damage to be about 370000 U.S. dollars. You know how long it takes to key that many cars? Looked like she had a nail file type thing. So she had a tool with her, and she was because they have clear surveillance video of her doing it. She was wearing a mask, like a you know a, one of those uh, COVID masks, was surgical she, masks. Was she drunk? Don't know. It didn't look like it. I didn't see any staggering or anything like that. It seems like some kind of revenge tactic. Wow. I have a I have a feeling they'll be able to dial in pretty quickly for a motive. Why else would you do all that? Yeah, that's weird. A man was declared unfit to drive by a police court in Belgium, and then 30 minutes later, after being convicted, he caused an accident in the court's parking lot. <laughs> That's well, what they're talking about. We told you. Yeah. Well, would you want to hail a ride from Black Wolf? It is apparently a new version of Uber and Lyft. It's a rideshare app that differs from the other two, all because the driver you're going to get of your vehicle is going to be armed with a gun. I was hoping you were going to say they're they're dressed up as a werewolf. Ooh, that could be fun. Black wolf. It's hard to see the road through that wolf mask. Don't do masks, do makeup. It's real elaborate. He's a man of solutions. Well, apparently there's a Grand Theft Koi that uh, happened in Maryland. 88 koi fish have gone missing from residences there, and locals think that there is a koi thief on the loose. Kois are expensive, man. Yeah, right. Absolutely are. Those kind of like the big looking goldfish. Exactly. You can't eat them, can you? <laughs> you can eat anything. I bird. mean, I think you really can't eat any. I yeah. think they look at those like they're like pets. So it would probably make someone very sad if you ate their koi fish. But I don't know. Something tells me if it, it was if it was swimming around in Louisiana, they would eat that thing. That's, that, yeah, I, I'm not no saying doubt. you should eat your right. Maybe but the you, Florida koi fish are like special. You bring a koi fish to Louisiana, they will fry it up quick. I would I'd figure you could probably make something out of a koi fish, right? There's only a few that you can't really make a meal out of when it comes to fish, right? I don't know. I feel like if you had to, you could eat any fish. I should not. You have shouldn't had... eat blowfish. I think those yeah, got no, there poison. Are some fish, yeah, I yeah. figured there were some. And there's some that aren't good. A neighborhood in Las Vegas is naming its streets after characters from Pokemon, like Jigglypuff Place and Squirtle, Snorlax, Charmander, and Charizard Lanes. Okay. Yeah, if you love right. Pokemon, I think it's fun. If you, you love Pokemon, can you imagine how many people are going to be playing Pokemon Go up and down those streets though? I think I like when people do goofy things like this. <laughs> might be a place for you then. And what do you make of this? Did you realize that 92% of all reported UFO sightings have taken place in the United States? 92% of them. Where's that coming from? What? Where? Where? What, could, do you, if you, I don't give mind. me a second and I will look it up for you. I should have known that you're going to ask on the sources. Fakealienstats.com. It just, it just sounds like one of those Virginia stats. And nine out of ten aliens are <laughs> men and evil. Yeah, I will get that for you. <laughs> yeah, according to this story, at least, 92% of the sightings are from the United States. I don't like that story. It sounds a little bit uh, Like Americans are nuts and either aliens are only coming here or we're just a bunch of whack jobs. I don't like it. It sounds like it's bias. I want to I wanna dig deep on this. Do aliens think we're the coolest and they just want to be by us? It's, no. It, 
that that article has got undertones of making. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, not a big fan of it? We'll look into it and see how accurate it is. Okay, it is uh, a survey commissioned by BonusFinder.com. Oh, BonusFinder.com? Bunch of frauds! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I've never heard of them. (laughs) Okay, that's who uh, sourced it out. They say that the uh, U.S. has had 126,000 reports. Canada is second, but they've only had 6,500, and the U.K. has only had 3,000, and they're in third place. Huh. They say the most... UFO sightings in the U.S. has happened in California with 15,000 there. Florida is second with 7,835. The the coast, Virginia. The water. What have I always said? You've always said that the aliens live underwater. I just said they they, they like water. There's something going on Mm -hmm. in the waters on this planet. Well, there's video out there of like weird things in the water too, like and people are saying it's alien th- you can't go past this certain point in the water and if you try to like hit it, you can't get in it. Can you send me a link, please? <laughs> it's on you, TikTok. Cuz if you saw it on TikTok, I'm going to I saw it on TikTok, bro. This is why we're 92%. <laughs> <laughs> I believed it. It was on TikTok. Yeah, so I, I don't know. So Bird is not a fan of that because it makes uh, the U.S. look like we might be a little, be a little bit nutty, maybe. I don't. It, it also makes us look like uh, you know, we're doing it ourselves. You we're, see what you want to see. It's the military. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the ones. Meh. Yeah, you notice that the uh, highest concentration of UFO sightings are where there's the highest concentration of meth. <laughs> and alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta when someone gives you a study and like they throw numbers at you, just dig a little bit. You never know what they're what kind of crap they're serving you. Okay, I'll uh, send you this uh, Jaybird this study, and you can get back to me and let me know what you think as far as credibility. I may text you, go, whoa, dude, America only sees aliens. We're the only ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm the problem. <laughs> it's KBJ. Okay, we got the call out right now. Shanetta Myers from West Palm Beach. If you know her, get a hold of her because the clock is seriously ticking on her time. She had 10 minutes when we had just called it out to call back to double her paycheck up to $1,000. That's some easy money. We've only got two days left of this, so I don't want to waste any chances. And it looks like we're about to waste one if we don't hear from Shanetta Myers from West Palm Beach here in like a minute. 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. If she doesn't do it, got another chance and another name right at 10 a.m. So make sure you are here with uh, Randy. She'll be calling that out. We'll see if we can get a winner here today for KBJ's Double Your Paycheck. goes all the way till 5 p.m. today. All right, uh, got a round of real or fake Florida headlines for you. A lot of these pulled right out of the whacked out news. So if you pay attention to that, this should be an easy game for you because pretty much half of these were all featured in the whacked out news. The other half are going to be fake. You just got to be able to tell the difference. All right, bring it. Okay. First up for you, Virginia, real or fake Florida headline. Nude Florida man burns himself while dancing in flames, chanting gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that happened in my neighborhood. Real or fake? It feels so real. Mm -hmm. But what is real, Virginia? Bird loves writing these to be deceptive. I wish that would happen in my neighborhood. Oh, DeQuesta could handle that kind of action. Yeah, I don't don't know. (laughs) Yeah, for real. That's all West Palm Beach behavior. That is West Palm. That's South and North Lake behavior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I want it to be true, though. I'm going to say true. It happened. 
It is true. Oh, that's real. That really did happen. All right, Denny's, what about this? Gainesville man attacks local comedian with hatchet after political jokes. <laughs> real or oh, fake my. Florida headline. He knows it's just a comedy show, right? Some people really don't, though. Dang. Gosh, that feels so real. That could easily be set up, though, because it feels so real. Oh, I'm going to say that's a fake headline. Going to say that is fake? Yes, that is fake. I can smell the setup. <laughs> that, that's, that's something that probably does happen a lot. It does. Th- th- there's, there's clips as old as the, the 80s of people attacking comedians on stage. Oh, one uh, went viral, I know. Somebody had thrown, I think, a beer at her, and she caught it and chugged it or something like that. Yes, yeah, that was you, a mm-hmm. good video. The OG clip is the one where the guy's playing guitar, and someone charges him. He ta- the comedian takes his guitar and slams him right on the head. And yes. The crowd at first is on his side, the comedian's side, because the guy was heckling him. And as soon as he hit him with the guitar, the crowd turns on the comedian. They all go, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a great slash uncomfortable clip. <laughs> okay, Virginia, what do you think? Florida man claiming people were eating his brains leads police on insane golf course chase. <laughs> What do you think? I feel like that's happened in my neighborhood, too. (laughs) Real or fake headline? Gosh, that one's tricky. Read it again. Florida man claiming people were eating his brains leads police on insane golf course chase. I really want it to be true, but I feel like it's not. Okay. Going fake? I'm going to go fake. Okay. Oh, it's real. It really happened. Wow. I know Florida's messed up. <laughs> Wild West. Was anybody really eating his brains? No, it's all in his head. Oh, uh, too bad. His brains were all in his head. <laughs> what about this, Denny's? Florida man accused of beating cellmate who asked for a courtesy flush to help with the smell. Oh, that's amazing. Is that real <laughs> or fake? Gosh, I hope that's real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go real just because I want it so bad. You're right, baby. Oh, that's yeah. Real. Wow. That's amazing. How about a flush? okay virginia how about this one real or fake florida headline florida man throws ihop waiter through window over cold eggs real or fake headline throws the waiter through the window yeah all because they got cold eggs Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn, it's so aggressive. Mm-hmm. I get it, though. I don't like a cold egg. If it's scrambled, it better be warm. I'll eat a cold, hard-boiled egg, though. Don't eat my egg. Don't you eat my baby. <laughs> Meg the egg. How mad would you be if I ate Meg? <laughs> I'm going to say it's fake. It's fake. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I felt like that was real. <laughs> Okay, what about this one, Denny's? Florida man tries to rob Wawa with a hoagie he just bought from that Wawa. (laughs) He's like, thanks for the hoagie. All right, put him up. Wait, that's not a gun. That's one of our hoagies. We just made it. Are you trying to rob us with a sandwich? Real or fake, Denny's? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Again, I'm just so hopeful. I I say real just because I want it to be real so bad. Okay, is it real? No. Your I'll, first miss. I'll take the loss on that. Damn it. Okay. You're now tied with Virginia here. How about this, Virginia? Real or fake Florida headline. Florida man confesses to cops, says, Jesus told me to drive Ferrari 360 off a pier. Real or fake? Wow. Jesus told me to drive. Jesus take the wheel. And when he does, he drives <laughs> you off a pier. <laughs> I feel like Jesus wouldn't tell you to do that. 
Okay. Jesus would be like, no, stay in between the yellow lines. That's not your Jesus. <laughs> My <laughs> Jesus would not send me off the front of a pier. No, he helps those who help themselves. <laughs> does. So what do you think? Is that real or fake, Virginia? Is it Florida? It, it, you said Florida, right? They're all Florida. They're all Florida. Yeah, I think it's real. That one is real? Yeah. That one is real. We'd be nutty. <laughs> Denny's, how about this headline? Florida man suspected of smelling woman's feet at library leads police on a scooter chase. Is that one real or fake? Oh, smelling ladies' feet at the library and then jumps on a scooter and takes off. Kevin <laughs> always has a smelling feet story. Mm-hmm. It is true. The Florida man does love unattended feet. Yep. The Florida man more than others. Florida man does seem to uh, be drawn to it. And then to try to escape on something ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it feels real, but is it too is it too set up to be real? Oh, I'm going to go fake just because I'm trying to think. Going to go fake. No, it's real. Oh, yeah. Virginia, oh, I thought Bird was trying to trick me. That is Virginia real, dog. I thought he was trying to trick me. No, Virginia beat you in that game. Oh, Damn, I wanted God. that one to be real, too. And it was. Mm-hmm. You've had a lot of losing today, Denny's. Thank goodness you had that new baby. I had a lot of winning in the early week, and then yeah. a lot of losing towards the end is going to just continue. Such is life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor. That story actually happened in Miami-Dade in 2015. Wow. It's, yeah, it's an older one. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I got to tell you, we got uh, some good news here. KBJ's double, double your, your paycheck. paycheck. Oh, Suits told me there was just seconds left on the clock for Shanetta Myers from West Palm Beach to call us to claim her money. And Shanetta, you got in, girl. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Nice. <laughs> Free easy money. How cool is that? That is awesome. Yeah. Sounds like you got some people there celebrating with you. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, maybe you're buying lunch today. I don't know. Yes, I am. I am. I am. Very nice. Well, you're going to double a paycheck up to $1,000. Congratulations. Have fun with that money. Okay, Shanetta? Thank you. I will, I will, I will. Oh, I'd love to hear that. We are starting off strong today, y'all. We got another chance for you to be like Shanetta Myers at West Palm Beach and double up your paycheck at 10 a.m. right here at 97.9 WRMF. KVJ. Need a little help here for one of our KVJ Nationers who's dealing with a delinquent wedding photographer. Her email says, I need your professional help. Oh, boy. My husband and I got married 16 weeks and five days ago. We were super excited to see our wedding photos, but the wedding photographer has been a nightmare to get a hold of. Eight weeks after our wedding, full two months, I had not heard from the photographer at all. So I sent her an email saying, hey, um, yeah, I was kind of hoping to get maybe a sneak peek of our wedding photos. I got no response. So I give it two more weeks. We're now 10 weeks after the wedding. I emailed her again and again, no response. So I get her another week and then I email again, no response. And she finally responds after four unanswered emails and two unanswered texts. She tells me, yeah, I'm sorry. My daughter's very ill and I haven't been able to get back to you. She says that she will get me the photos that week. We then never receive them. So again, I feel bad, but I text no response. 
Four days later, she responds by saying that she's going to send me a link that night. Then I never get it. So yet again, I text to let her know that I never received the link. No response. I've since texted three additional times with no answer, and we are beyond frustrated. My husband wants to get in the bushes, as Virginia would say. <laughs> and I'm trying to be an understanding person with her child being ill and all, but I'm finding it more and more difficult. We were supposed to have our photos at 10 weeks after the wedding. Here we are at 16 weeks, five days. How would you handle this? You sure it's not Virginia's old wedding photographer that did rat poison cocaine? Right, huh? <laughs> Even that girl got me the pictures quicker. Well, cocaine makes you work quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think something happened to your pictures. I think either her SIM card got ruined or she doesn't have your pictures. So that means you have no wedding photos. So you did that whole day and there's really no remembrance aside from any photos somebody took there? Which, by the way, I'm telling you, there are some people that know how to take good photos with an iPhone, and you can get a lot of great wedding photos from your family and yeah. friends who wouldn't dare charge you, and you could have some really great pictures of from your wedding. I'm not trying to put anybody out of business. I'm just saying you can get some good wedding photos. Well, I've just heard a couple stories now from Virginia now this of wedding photographers that maybe aren't so reliable and i don't want to cast a shade on the profession because maybe this is the two anomalies and exceptions to the overall rule we don't want to make the rat poison cocaine photographer sound bad but and to jaybird's point the quality of phones anymore and how good people have gotten at taking photos you're in a situation like this and that would really stink if everybody felt like they were almost given the task of taking great photos for your wedding and then submitting their favorite photos that they took to you, that would cover a lot of it. And that would, because right now, if she hadn't done that, and let's say there's a few scraggler photos, but nothing that's amazing, in a sense, you don't have anything to really remember that day by. All I'm saying is, I know somebody who got married, they hired a wedding photographer. It was very expensive, and their their photos weren't, I saw their photos. Their photos were terrible. They had photos, from, but people were just taking photos from their family. Those photos came out amazing. So they do have great photos, but it was from the people in their life, their their sister, their brother. Yeah. So, wow. so what does Lisa do at this point? Because I, I don't know the tone of what she's been sending. It sounds like she's still trying to be really nice. Do you get a little bit more serious with your language if she hasn't yet to say, look, I sympathize with what you're going through. I'm sure it's not very easy, but is there any way you could please just set aside a small little bit of time to get us these photos? You're six weeks over the deadline in which you had given us on when you would get them to us. And I am concerned that maybe you don't even have them. You need to snoop around and figure out if this girl is telling you the truth, too, about the sick kid. I mean, you can go on her personal social media and snoop around and try to figure out what's going on in her life. If, in fact, she does have a sick kid and you can see that it's documented, I would be a little bit more forgiving and graceful with the way that I handled her. But if you can't fi if you can't find a sick kid at all and you can't figure out what's going on, there's things you can do. Like you can find who her husband is. You can contact his work and you can try to figure out if they have a sick kid. Like I think if she's lying about the sick kid, you go full gorilla on her. Plot twist. The kid's not sick because there is no kid. What? The kid ate your SIM card.
Okay, so you first try to investigate if there is a sick kid. I do. I try to figure it That's out. That's your very first step. That's my first step. But I probably would have done that weeks and weeks ago when she first told me the kid was sick. How are you going to do that? They're going to go and get in the bushes and, hey, hey, kid, you have strep throat? <laughs> you don't have strep throat for 10 weeks. I don't know, man. Don't have to put another dollar in the Virginia's wrong jar. <laughs> well, if you have strep throat, it's not like your kid has cancer. It's different. Well, someone who is a wedding photographer, Lauren, she texted in and she said, look at your contract. There should be one in place. And if your wedding photographer does not respect the contract, she should tell her that she is preparing to take legal action. Oh, do the old... Fake lawyer bit. I've got legal on the other line. My lawyer, Kevin Ralston. Ever heard of him? <laughs> Ralston, Ralston, and Ralston. Ever hear of them? They're very Ralston, powerful. Ralston, and Ballston. <laughs> yeah, that would be the only thing I could think of. That's probably where you need to step up the rhetoric a bit and, and just, I would lead still with sympathy, but at the same time say, hey, you're, I, I've given you a six-week cushion of the deadline already in place and we're getting to the point that this is i feel like you're taking advantage of me and we really need to get these photos something's not right if she doesn't respond to that the next one to say considering the fact that you haven't responded to my last email you're getting me to the point that i'm going to have to bring legal counsel and the next person that contacts you will not be me it'll be my attorney yes my attorney was on the his name's simon chillings you want to talk to him i didn't think so Start making up names. Fake lawyer, man. You can build a whole character. Oh, this guy's yeah. he's huge in New York. You don't want to mess with him. Even bigger <laughs> in Italy. And the thing to learn about this, too, if you hadn't ever thought about it, make sure you do have working contracts. If you're putting together a wedding with anybody who's helping you with services on your wedding to make sure that they live up to the expectations that are agreed upon mutually. Because I could see somebody with a wedding photographer be like, oh, I know this kid. They take really good photos. I've seen their Instagram page. And then you just have a loose agreement, and now you're in this situation. And then what are your repercussions? That's how I got the rat poison cocaine photographer from a loose agreement. I'll tell you what, though. She knew how to party. She, yeah. made, she made a story that lives on. Nobody remembers what we served or what we danced to, but everybody remembers the rat poison cocaine photographer. A lot of different moods during the night, not going to lie. Real fun in the beginning part of the night. Kind of... Kind of got a little dark towards the end. <laughs> when she wanted to kill us? Banging on my hotel room. Is Jason in there? I know you're in there. Oh my God. We were hiding from her. <laughs> you were. You and Panda and me were hiding. We were hiding. On your wedding night. <laughs> she was so aggressively coming for you. Well, you know, when you have rat infested cocaine. <laughs> I guess it makes you horny. I cocaine. got a million pictures of the groom and the best men getting ready. I never got one single picture of me getting ready. Because she didn't care about the girls. <laughs> she was trying to guys. bang all the yeah. groomsmen. <laughs> Which is awesome. The KVJ Show. We all got a price. How much would it take for you to play volleyball naked on a non-nude beach in front of adult strangers? I mean, you gotta. now we got to talk about crimes after. We've got to pay for This got to cost you, man. Technically, you'll be a... Uh, you could be a sex offender, technically. Yeah. I mean, we have to know, are there legal ramifications? 
Well, I mean, that's just part of the gamble you take. But I did say it is in front of adult strangers. Still, though, you can't be just flopping and dropping in front of anybody you want at a non-nude beach. That's yeah. that's illegal. Well, that's uh, public indecency, I think, they would get you with. Yeah, but if someone could say, uh, you know, did he touch it? <laughs> that's That's indecent, too. Well, if it's out, I know he's going to touch it. No man can resist touching his own dong. <laughs> when it's many, there, you just got to. Many have tried. If your dong is around, you guys touch it. What is I, it, like two magnets? They yes. Just... She's right. I have to take a dollar out of the Virginia's wrong jar because she's right. If it's out, you touch it, Kevin. That's, okay. why, you, that's why you don't have it out. <laughs> it's a weapon now. It, it's a weapon. You got you, The clothing, it, it, it blocks everything. It protects everyone. Yes. You could be looking at uh, several thousand in fines, so it's possible, you know, but maybe you can play a little bit, get the heck out of there, you wouldn't have any problems. How long is this for? These are important questions. Yeah, let's say you're playing... Uh, about three inches. Are we talking about length of time? Time, yes. Okay. Time, Kevin. Yes. My friend's got a mind in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll go a uh, five-minute game. Non-nude beach. Oh, you know I'm diving. You're fully naked. And it's all adult strangers. How many men? How many women? It's three on three. But you're the only one naked. <laughs> they're still playing with me? Yeah. They love kinda, it. It's kinda they really needed somebody. They couldn't play three on two. <laughs> all right, give me... Give me $100,000. $100,000. Okay, Virginia. Oh, my. I think I got to go more than a hundred. It's going to be more forgiving for you. You know it's true. Just, I mean, a peen versus, it's always a little bit more. <laughs> it's less aggressive. It's just, I don't, it's, when mine's out, I don't have to play with it and touch it and shake it at you. It's not a weapon. But I need 150000 Whoa. Tax-free, okay. of course. Wow. Of course. If, I'm always trying to hide money. If I was guaranteed there were no cameras... I'd probably go as low as 25K. You can't guarantee that, though. And in, in this time, there's no way there's not going to be cameras. If, if anything, there's going to be so many cameras on so many angles. But you're just playing volleyball. But you're you know? Kevin Ralston. You got a good volleyball body. I got a bowler's body. Okay. See, see I'm All saying? Right. That's different why, sports, different bodies. It's, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go a lot lower than you guys, I think, on that. Bowler's body. Well, because he's got a good body. You have a good body, of course. Uh, look at me. I'm great. My body's so Bowlers might have the worst athletic body. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so sorry, bowlers. Okay, what is your price? How much would it take for you in a packed restaurant that's nice to loudly whistle for your waiter's attention and snap at them? Oh, oh. Hey, 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 hey. Gosh, oh, man, that's rough. I hate when people much? do that to me. How so, much for you to do that? And it would be one of those, if you ever hear those piercing whistles? Yes. You're able to do that for this. You basically have to channel Alec Baldwin. Yeah, you're, you're In just... In a sense, yeah. You're just a jerk. Yes. How much for you to do that? How much would it take? Uh, I would feel so bad doing that. But you got you got money, so maybe you won't feel as bad. How much money would it take to alleviate your conscience. Well, this is one of those ones where I feel like if you say a huge number, you're kind of cheating the game, but it is something we, I think we'd all feel bad about doing that. Hey, hey, toots. 
Yeah. I can't whistle, so. But then you maybe immediately give her 200 bucks. Okay, can you please explain this to your friend over here? That's not respecting the game, You can't Kevin. do it. No, you have to walk out there. No, that's not part of it. You can't slice her off a piece? No, it's all yours. Can't do it. In fact, I'd argue you, you, you give a crappy tip just to make it that much more painful. Oh. Yeah. If it's out of town, I do it as low as $40,000. In town, I would need a hundred. And if you're in the car going, guys, this is not that big of a deal, you're the jerk. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'd take. How much for you, Virginia? Yeah, out of town, I'll do it for less. Yeah, out of town for less, but still. Okay, bare minimum for you to do it at all. Out of town, I'll do it for twenty. Okay, I, I do it for twenty. I do okay. it for twenty grand. Right. Okay. In town, I don't know. Uh huh. There's cameras. Somebody's... I mean, I mean, look how they're talking about uh, Alec Baldwin today. Yeah. After just calling a a waitress a peasant. Well, I think he did a little more than that. Okay. I think he was very nasty. All right. Uh, yeah, he's because well, he's 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 nasty to people. <laughs> okay, how much would it take for you to lay on a pool raft in gator-infested waters for twenty-four hours? We already had a gator story today. It didn't end well for a guy. How oh my much? Gosh. Lay on a pool raft and gator infested waters for 24 hours. I've heard about that in some places where you can go, maybe it was like an Okeechobee, I think it was. There was a dude that tried to swim through and he lost his arm too. I remember and, that. And they said, you. I remember we were talking to somebody and they said, yeah, you'd flip the lights onto your car and you would just see nothing but eyeballs. Yeah, they say when they do a, a helicopter over Okeechobee, you would, you would see all That's all co- you see is just these oh eyeballs. Yeah. I mean, so many eyeballs. That's where you are. You're on a, on a pool raft. I am going to need $5 million for that because I am likely losing an arm, a leg, possibly my life. But is it one of those things where they just don't even bother messing with you because you're I on... don't feel that. I don't feel that. You feel like they're going to smell that sweet Ralston meat. Yes. Well, they have numbers on their side. And you know that gang mentality. <laughs> yeah. I just, that's, that's, pro- that's possibly lights out. That's the risk you take. So this is like a life insurance policy. That's why I'm going a minimum of $5 million to do that. I'd go 1.5 mil tax-free. How much for you, Virginia? I agree with Kevin. It's got to be five plus mil. I feel like the Gators ain't going to mess with me, though. That's why I was going low. They're going to recognize you and be like, wait, didn't you and your dad feed us chicken back at Jonathan Dickinson State Park back in the day? Hey, guys, they got chicken. <laughs> then they go, this guy's oh, cool. Wait, hey, guys, they are chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Think of, we remember you, dog. You're cool with us. Float on, bird. Float Human. on. Human. It tastes like chicken. I would, ta- I, I, I would taste amazing to Gators. Yeah, you would. <laughs> You'd taste so amazing. Well, that'd be a rough one. That'd be a rough way to... Because I, I feel like you don't die right away. No, you don't. No, they do. They like to do that barrel roll with you. They get you, and they pull you under, and then they start spinning you. It's a lot of thinking. Yeah, and then they want to tuck you under a log to soften you up. <laughs> I mean, that's just a rough... That's a, it's a terrible way to go. It's awful. All right, $5 million. Okay, all right. There we go. <laughs> Got you in. Coming up here in just a couple minutes, a really inspiring story of a guy who actually lost his legs while he was serving the U.S. in Afghanistan 13 years ago, turned to drinking, but then he turned it all around. I'll tell you how next. KVJ. You know, honestly, we learned a lesson earlier in the show hearing Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen talk about his experience of getting that beat down on 
Fort Lauderdale. What a sweet, peaceful, awesome man. Yeah, he just said, you know, immediately as he's got this 19-year-old pummeling him to the ground and beating him for absolutely no reason as he's just trying to enjoy a cigarette outside of the Four Seasons. He said, look, uh, his first thoughts went to gratitude and how wonderful it was that he's got an amazing wife and family like he does. And I thought, you know, what what a lesson that is. And just so much of life really is perspective. Amen. And how you look at it. And there is a really amazing story. This former soldier from Nepal who lost both of his legs to an IED in Afghanistan 13 years ago, an explosive device. Um, but he just made history after turning it all around by scaling Mount Everest. He used special prosthetics with spikes to help him climb, and he just got to the top of the summit last Friday. But his life story is what's really inspiring. He said that right after he lost both of his legs 13 years ago, he went into a horrible deep depression, and he started drinking a lot, and that was not helping the depression. But then he decided, you know what? I got to keep living. I got to do something. And I need to prove to myself that life isn't over just because I lost my leg. So he started off by going skydiving. Then he said, okay, I survived that. What else can I do? So he got involved with Paralympic sports. And then from that, he started climbing mountains. And now he's become the first person to climb Everest after losing both legs above the knee. Wow. And his motto is, nothing's impossible. You just have to adapt. I thought that was a really good motto because that is because sometimes we are handed things in life that make no sense and make you feel like you've lost all purpose and there's just nowhere else to go but to the bottle. And this guy went the other way after realizing the bottle wasn't the answer. And now look at him. It's a big theme in season one of Cobra Kai. Oh, it is. Okay. I love it. It's a fantastic theme. It really is. If, if you know, you are, you just play the cards you got and nail it. Yeah. Absolutely. And now he's planning to go back to Afghanistan to the exact spot where he lost both of his legs, all so he can say, thank you. Whoa. Because that loss, in a sense, he feels like now saved his life. And he says he never would have climbed Everest if it hadn't happened. And he said, whatever happens... It happens for good. I mean, I think we need to give a little bit of a USA. USA. What? USA. USA. Love that story. Dang. Great story. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Hi, right, Bird. Oh, we're in a great place for great perspective. Oh, and that's why we turn to you. You were so busy chanting, you forgot it was your turn. I Kevin really got me. I'm over here. <laughs> Enamored with Kevin. He's, he's weeping so into your story. It, it's, oh, no. it was powerful, wasn't it? It's my turn. So powerful. What we know matters, but who we are matters more. Yes. Okay. From the top to the floor. From the window to the wall. And out the door. <laughs> call your mom. Don't call her a... Uh, yeah, okay, we got that. It's nice. It's a poem, too. All right, we got more with the after the show coming up on YouTube and Twitch. Just go to either platform and look for the KVJ Show. We'll see you in about 10 to 15 minutes. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.